0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Duckies and Dargons, the D&D 5th edition podcast hosted by myself, Mayhem, and my spectacular cast of Dice Rollers. Ladies and gentlemen, you join us on this cozy Thursday night, not for a continuation of the epic trials and tribulations that the disaster squads are fighting their way through. In the story of the Vardorian conflict, no. Instead, I am ecstatic to announce that unbeknownst to my players, they will not be playing under the guises of their characters, but rather as themselves. Yes, that's right, everyone. F- please, for the next several hours, forego the names Ilera, Zadrian, Zarin, Anon, and Meldir. And instead, get ready to establish yourselves with the familiarity of our actual identities. For this one singular task that I have given My name them. is Jeff. And my name is Jeff. Shut up, Rob. <laughs> the task will be explained momentarily. It's a task of which no tiefling, nor drow, nor warlock, nor rogue will find achievable in their current setting. But we'll find challenging in the setting of which we find ourselves tonight. So, with all of that out of the way, Please allow me to set the scene for tonight's episode Duckies and Dargons The Hunt for the Missing Groom Stranded in the sprawling Highland region of Zyuri Amongst its picturesque mountain ranges Lavish forests And rolling hills Sits the cozy self-contained village of Conton, Conton's population holds itself steadfast at a conservatively estimated 720 a quaint modest village consisting mainly of agricultural lands houses the odd marketplace where locals can find daily needs a tavern to quench their thirsts and enjoy a hot meal where weary travelers can rent a room and rest their achy feet after a long day recently a little under 18 hours Prior to now, Conton saw a flocking of people from all across Fardor. A gathering of celebrants who have travelled from all far off such places, from the likes of Zorha's Eastern Shores, all across to the wildest depths of Arcada's frozen landscapes. Now, mayhem. What could have possibly caused some 60 plus people, not originally from Conton? to flock to this otherwise peaceful town? Well my friends, that answer is extremely simple. A wedding, of course. In the east of Conton sits a lavish, ma- lavish manor house by the name of Cool Manor, a pristinely kept guest house boasting some of the region's most comfortable rooms, finest dining, and a wine cellar that is said to be the best for some 300 miles. It is here in cool Manor that a young couple by the names of Reese and Carenza are due to be wed in a little under 4 hours time. Having spent the last 18 months planning their auspicious day to celebrate the love that they have for each other, as well as sharing this special moment with their close friends and family and relatives, they have arrived last night and enjoyed a wonderful heartfelt feast with their guests consisting of meats from all across the land, ales wines and spirits to their hearts content as well as laughter and merriment but you see everyone that is in fact where things have turned so horribly wrong for as the guests began to make their to take to their rooms at the end of the night reese and some of his companions decided to head back to their bed chambers at such an appropriate hour but rather that instead to enjoy another couple of relaxing beverages in the manor's warm, comforting, dimly lit bar. It's at this point that we are going to cut to the first of our guests and our players for this wonderful session. Rob. One of my closest friends, my brothers in laughter, and one of the biggest pains in my ass. Rob, as the clock strikes midnight, resonating throughout the room, this warm, comforting, dimly lit bar. You look over a short distance, maybe 10 or so feet, and you see me sat reclined in a spectacularly made high-backed chair, drinking hand, but barely, and I do mean barely, able to hold it a grip in my loosely held hand, head dipped to one side and eyes closed. I'd like you, first and foremost, to roll a constitution saving throw with disadvantage. Okay. Oh, and I might add, um, you're all on a countdown starting 9. 10 for
1: saving throw. A 10? Okay. Mm,
0: that's disadvantage, yeah. Okay.
2: What was the saving throw?
0: It was a con saving throw for Rob. Rob You've had a fair bit to drink, haven't you? It's a celebration, after all. You're here to enjoy yourself, and enjoy yourself you have. Especially since the last couple of hours have been sent have been spent, sorry, consuming one of the finest dwarven whiskies that Cool Manor has to offer. Whilst playing a game of cards that your good friend Tony has rather fiendishly tricked you into spending far too much money on in the last several months. It's become an addiction. It's become a hobby. It's become a hobby that your coin purse hates you for. But nevertheless, as you look over, you see me slumped in this chair, my hand barely able to contain the glass without it dropping onto the floor and spilling the contents everywhere. Your face is flushed. Your vision slightly is Blurred. And some would even say you have a slight slur to your words. Pause. Yes, Rob.
1: RP. Go ahead. <coughs> Ah, uh, look at the mayhem with the glass. He dropped his glass. He's, he's, he's Rick, no good, like pal. He's just, he just fucking dropped this fucking glass of the whiskey. He can't fucking drink it. I fucking told you, boy. If you can't fucking hold your fucking liquor, don't fucking drink. I fucking warned you. And now look, your fucking empty glass is almost over my and cards, your wee fucking cards. Yeah, we fucking shitting buster. I fucking warned you, pal. If I was fucking coming to you fucking dude, that you wouldn't fuck me up. And look what you done. My cards are fucking bruin. Uh, 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 Translation, huh? (laughs) Silence hangs in the air. Look at you, look at you, mayhem! Or if I might say the name of the captured character here. No, no, I am, I am me. I am me. (laughs) Look at you, Reese. I mean, if you if you can't hold your liquor, then why would you just drink so? If it's just damaging you, and you know, I I said I was going to bring my cars as long as you weren't going to damage them, but yet they're close to being brown because you spilt. You almost wrecked my cards. That's your translation. That's the only translation you're probably, all your listeners are going to get, because I'm going (laughs) back to true fucking dialect for this, because I fucking missed it! Like, you know yourself, right? let's fucking go, (laughs) boys! It's
0: the wrong dialect, but it's a dialect.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've gone from fucking rich good Price to... You've gone, like, you've <laughs> gone for Aber- you've gone <laughs> for Aberdonian
0: rather than where you're actually from, and I'm kind of concerned as to why, but fuck it, it's I huge. don't know,
1: I just, I, I got in the lingo, so I'll go back, I'll go <laughs> my actual native <laughs> tongue for this, because I'm just... <laughs>
0: Rob, there's a moment of silence before the gentle sound of snoring begins to protrude from me, and you come to the realization that It's probably within your best interests if you retire to your room. However, are you really likely to just let me stay here without being in a comfortable place? A safe place. Now, Go Manor is safe, don't get me wrong, but sleeping in the bar is not exactly the done thing now, is it?
1: An arm strike. <laughs> okay. An arm strike. Uh, I'll do the roll first and I'll explain what I'm doing. So I get yep, yeah, nope that works out, so a thirteen? Does a thirteen hit? Before I explain <laughs> what I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm an easy <clears throat> target. So Rob that's fucking weird saying my name in third person here, yet yeah, I do it from occasion. <laughs> Rob puts <laughs> the glass down. Uh Gets his right hand. Oi! Bellend! And fucking smacks the groom on the left side of his face. Wake up! I go a bed, you shitting bastard!
0: <laughs> the first thing that happens is the glass that I was holding falls to, the, falls to the ground. Topples over and what little alcohol was left in there just spills all over the, the pristine carpet. The second thing that no, that happens is the force of your slap, not only causes me to turn like completely onto my side, but also to fall completely out of the chair and onto the floor. Shite, shite! I think I killed them, lads. It's I think a, I killed them. It's at this point that the sound of He's your. Dead. It's at this point that the sound of your voice, your passive aggressive, your drunken candor, your exclamation shall we say has roused the attention of the night porter as this tall slimly built half-elven male approximately in terms of human years early 40s maybe uh push mid 40s comes stepping into the into the bar looks at you and says oh i'm sorry sir did you need a quint did you need assistance with something Reason is seat is deed. And I hear there's a horse for sale. Sir, <laughs> so, might I advise that you retire to your room? I think you've had quite enough to drink for tonight. You want to be in a good position for the celebrations tomorrow.
1: Aye, but but I I aye, aye, aye. Like, I I can aye, but like like he's he's deed.
0: You watch, me, you watch as the the night porter kneels down next to my body, places two fingers on the side of my neck and waits for a second and goes, No, sir, I can confirm that uh, the groom is not indeed dead. He is merely passed out from intoxication. Lads,
1: Lads, he's no deed!
0: He's no deed! Sir, there are people trying to sleep not 60 feet away from where you sit. Might I advise that you take the volume down just a couple of notches?
1: Aye, I can. I can, lad. Laddy, I, I can. Right, aye, sir. Aye. Now. You know, you know yourself, I can.
0: Do you need assistance with carrying the groom to his room, or do you feel that you are capable of handling that task yourself? Yeah, I got a big enough horse to carry him on. You see, he looks around for a couple of seconds. This expression of half seriousness, half exasperation. Forging on his face before he says, "Sir, I don't think a horse is big enough to fit up these stairs."
1: Right, laddie, I'll get the right. You get the left. The right. We'll get and we up the stairs. Let's let's go. Like, come on, give me a hand, laddie. All right. I'm sir. there, as
0: strong as I used to be. All right, sir. I'll take the left. You'll take the right. On me. One, two, three. Make a strength. Oh you
1: shitting, bastard?
0: Make a strength it... check. Make a strength check with disadvantage. <laughs>
3: Six. The groom <laughs> the went, the went to the wedding with a severe six. concussion.
0: <laughs> you rolled a fucking six. Oh, you're an really asshole. asshole.
1: <laughs> you're a dick. Oh, I you're love how you're saying that over a kill. I love how you're saying
0: that. huh. Oh, you're a dick. Okay. Well, that's not gonna work. Okay. Okay. So you watch as the Night Porter picks up my left leg and my left arm, and then you try to mimic the same movements. You get my limbs about 10 to 12 inches off the ground before you drop me and face plant onto the floor.
1: Uh, shit, he's, he's been, he's been, I forgot, I think, I think, no. Don't hold me to this, I think he was rolling about an oil. <laughs> like, the oil, the oil is just, I, I believe it was like, oh, Ken, 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 Ken. Sir, okay, sir, right. sir, the, sir, The road, the road, the oil and the road. Sir. What?
0: How's about I take the groom to his room and you retire for the evening? Get yourself safe and sound, get yourself secured and go and have a restful night's
1: sleep. Um, where's my room? (sighs) Outside!
0: First floor, up the stairs, to the left, three doors down. If I'm remembering correctly.
1: you do you buy one get one free on fucking deliveries? I don't think I'll make two steps, lad. Oh, trust me, sir. I
0: think you might be more than capable. Why don't you give it a bash? There's
1: left. Oh, right.
0: Left. Ah, oh, Christ the fucking, shite right the fucking bit. Ah, uh, oh, 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 oh. You watch as the, oh, na- really? you watch as the night porter slings my, my unconscious body over his left shoulder. Turns to you and says, Good night, sir. And Good. might I just say, we do an excellent green tea in the morning that is said to procure a little bit more of a... Dampening effect on the consumption of too much alcohol. Just a piece of friendly advice. Um, um, thanks, doctor. So, Rob, you struggle. You really struggle to make your way to your room. It takes you a good 10 to 15 minutes to get the key in the key slot. But after you do so, you manage to quite literally just stumble the 10 to 15 feet across the bed floor the, the bedroom floor and collapse into your bed. There's the hole. I found it.
1: I found it
0: <laughs> And it's at this point that all of the celebrations of the night so far cause you to pass out and fall asleep. And that's where we're going to pick up on the morning of the big day robins perched on the outside of windowsills tapping the glass of the bedrooms gently alarm stones sounding triggering the awakening of guests all across the manor. on the first floor in a room of exceptional luxuriousness a young woman is beginning to awaken as she stretches her arms brushing off that deep slumber haze from her eyes she immediately smiles A pool of excitement brimming inside her in anticipation of the festivities ahead. She takes a look around, taking in the sunlight creeping through the cracks of the curtains, and as she throws the duvet off of herself and sits in the bed upright and alert, it takes her a moment or two to notice that the right-hand side of the bed next to her is predominantly undisturbed. No body shaped bulge in the duvet, no long hair visible. Nothing. It appears that her husband to be is not by her side. Now, we're going to whisk ourselves away to the far eastern wing of Cool Manor. To a room that holds someone who's very special to my heart. A very, very long term friend who is Partaken in a journey of extreme distance to be here for the, for the festivities. We're gonna go to Tony's room. Tony, as your alarmstone blares through your room, I would like you to describe how you awaken with the knowledge that not only have you plane shifted from, Va- from Fedora to Vardor, but you've also had to make your way by wagon and cart from all the way to Darkto, to which is on the far the far eastern coast of Zyri. But you've had to make your way almost to the very southern tip of the continent. A journey that's taken you several days, which you've had to gruelingly undertake, fighting off what in some universes may refer to as jet lag.
3: He rolls over to the I mean, person next to him and says, keep the change.
2: Close, but no facts. I, I roll over to the next person to ask, where's the nearest Dutch bros? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're fucking assholes.
3: <laughs> Do you guys have a moon box around?
0: sony why don't you go ahead and describe for our listeners the process of what you look like when actually no i'm gonna rephrase that question (laughs) no no let's go down that rabbit hole (laughs) no uh how do you wake up this morning
2: how do i wake up
0: yes like what are you are you pristine are you like are, do you roll out of bed looking like you've been pampered already or do you roll out of bed looking like the walking dead
3: he rolls out looking like a chimney sweep
2: the fact that you said roll out of bed tells me you don't know me very well
3: <laughs> he rises like a vampire like all gingers do
2: I don't even wake up. I roll back over, slam my alarm with my bare fist, and go the fuck back to sleep.
3: You're just the alarm stone. You're a
0: fucking asshole.
2: Nobody <laughs> brought me touch bros yet. It's not time to wake up.
0: Oh god damn. Okay, well, you know what? Fuck it. We're gonna cut to the next room over. <laughs> Nick. You joined Tony on the journey though you were the navigator and there was a couple of moments where reading the map of which you're not 100 percent familiar with caused you and tony to get lost might be the wrong word but um you took a couple detours now you participated in the festivities the night before you partook in the consumption of the the beautiful meal that was made and the the fine uh, alcoholic refreshments that were to offer at the bar. Why don't you go ahead and paint us a word picture for how
3: you wake up? Bold of you to assume I wake up that crack at dawn. Well,
0: go ahead and roll me a... Yeah, I'm gonna say, go ahead and roll me a perception check.
3: 16.
0: With a slight tilt of your head, you look at the alarm stone that you've just deactivated and you make out that it is a little after 9 a.m. The longest lie in that you've had in several years. Because you're a family man, Nick. You don't get to sleep in past 6 a.m. very often, let alone 9. <sighs>
3: Okay, so at that moment, I'm going to kind of raise my head, kind of groggily look around the room and be like, quiet. Ten thousand years. I'll give you such a trick in the nut. Oh, I've had better passes through the nine layers of hell than this. So,
0: I ask this because it will pertain to a mechanic for tonight's session. It's 9am when, you when your alarm stones blare and activate for your, your morning alarms, but I need to know a general consensus as to when the three of you lazy motherfuckers actually leave your room i'm
1: not lazy i'm restrained by alcohol <laughs> i'm gonna say how
3: groggily slip on my slippers as i sit up in bed and look from a nice
1: warm robe i don't know why but but rob keeps thinking about green tea
0: <laughs> go ahead and make a history check bro oh for fuck's sake with, dis- with
1: disadvantage <laughs>
3: all
1: right what okay is green tea? <laughs> oh i forgot I had that mo- Ooh. oh With
3: disadvantage yeah yeah
1: oh yeah and i just forgot this was the uh mortar on it ah fuck you <laughs> <laughs> you've heard of mm, you've heard
3: of she's
0: yeah you've heard of green tea you can't tell if you've ever had it and the reason why it's on your mind right now, you've, you're finding it extremely difficult to comprehend.
1: The f... Green tea? The flying fuck, pal, like, why am I fucking thinking about... ...and green tea? Like... Who the fuck drinks and... ...eats or... What the fuck is green tea? Like... fine fucking crap. like... what? is there any fucking-
2: Tony reluctantly rolls over to his counter, grabs his speaking stone, and looks up uh the uh wall dash, <laughs> and uh orders uh dutch bros.
1: No. Hey look, Did you mind no astral projecting when I'm having my moment there mister? I don't fucking know who you are, and you're fucking trying to fucking get in my fucking need. Who- Actually, Long I don't number, know why- lick. Actually, I don't know why, but who- I. I just had a weird thought, but who would give a fucking dragon eat a fucking boy?
0: <laughs> I don't know, some maniac. Let's find out. So I need a general. So cons- I was
2: just trying to order a Dutch Bros. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, there's a there is a full breakfast menu and meals being served in during the morning. Like any other hotel, Tony. <laughs>
2: I want- I, fucking... I want the breakfast brought to me, that's like- Not happening. What-, what part- what part of this do we not understand? Not happening, Christ. bro! Room, it's called room service!
1: Christ's sake, I need some fucking scran or some fucking munch, pal. I need some fucking munch, pal! pal. right enough, boy, I need a fucking scran, like, I need some- I need to fill my fucking belly, pal, like, I'm fucking got a- This gastro band's no gonna bust itself! Uh- <laughs> Not the image that I wanted in my
0: head. Thanks very much, Rob. Goes barely! <laughs> I
1: oh, food. God. I want food. I want food. Like, I could. I need food, though. I keep mixing up my buddy regions at the moment. I know you do.
0: It's hilarious. You can't seem to d- decide where you're from. Anywho, Where'd you I know go? what? Since I'm not get, <laughs> since I'm not getting a a general consensus from the party, I'm gonna say that.
1: Turn up, what other time breakfast is served, like I want to be there before it's gone.
0: Oh god. Okay, so I'm gonna say that it's around nine thirty by the time that you all decide to leave your rooms and head down to the dining room for breakfast. So, as all of you. Wait, where, where did that go In As you all venture out of your, uh... Okay, sorry. I got a message there. Sorry, listeners. Didn't mean to stop there mid-sentence. Uh, as you all begin to venture out of your luxury dwellings, you regroup in the hallway of the first floor of the manor. As you make your way down to the dining room for breakfast, you as you approach, you see many of the guests have already beaten you to the punch and are sat enjoying their morning meal. It's at this point, like, Rob, you notice the groom's best friend, Shan, clock your arrival and make her way over to you. Nick, Tony, you met Shan briefly the night before, as she was going around, speaking to everybody from both the groom's side and from the bride's side of the families that she, you know, wanted to introduce herself to, as well as just having some time to herself and relaxing after a long week travel she's traveled a fair bit herself so you watch as this female very early 30s about five foot 11 slim build long jet black hair smooth complexion makes her way over to you you see she's she's dressed in a very baggy cotton shirt with what looks to be casual fitted cloth trousers and her hair is just tied up in a, in a messy ponytail at the moment she's carrying what looks to be a glass of milk she approaches you all and says oh hi guys morning Gods, you guys mm-hmm. are you guys are cutting it close breakfast finishes in half an hour
1: mm. morning, morning, morning. yeah awesome. there rob you look like hammered shit. Uh, you could say that, like guy uh, uh, you could uh, you know yourself like
0: she she's but looking then. past you, Rob, she's looking past Tony, she's looking past you, Nick, and she's she looks as though she's looking for someone. She looks to Rob and says,
1: Where's Reese? Rob looks over her shoulder. As then looks over Chan's shoulder. Make a perception you know? check. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck's sake! Does he know? Is he nowhere? No you know where you?
0: No, I haven't. No, I haven't seen him all morning. <clears throat> I I haven't actually seen him since
1: last night. Um, I thought he was with you. He was new, and then he. I need a roll on. Would it be classes history last night? Yeah, to remember something. Yeah. Am I still doing this for disadvantage? Uh, yeah, for now. Twelve.
0: Twelve. Last you remember was you playing a game of cards with me, and. It must have been either your 7th or your 8th drink
1: at that point. Now, a mind when... I mind when we were sitting at a table playing sergeant, and we... I mind he had a couple of Cs on the table, and then he had a couple of stones, and he, like... He was using the Oh fuck, what was he fucking using again? The bird folk! Aye, the... Was running... Was using those flying... Humanoid buds, um... Rob, what the fuck are you talking about?
3: for God's sakes, it's too early in the morning to be hurting my head like this.
1: I oh, fuck, are you? <laughs> look, Rob, you, you, are you...
0: Look, Rob, Reese was supposed to be here to help set up the... You know, the... the this whole foyer area. He's he knows that he was supposed to be here, so I need to know when like, where was he the last time you saw
1: him? On the table about there. She
0: looks
1: at I where mean, God, she, I... lo-
0: she looks at where you're pointing and you see her expression just shifts to one of complete frustration.
1: Is he no, are you no chapped this door? Have you no? Of course, no, of course I'm not, a... no, not chapters this door.
0: The the bride's still sleeping. I'm not. Do you think I'm gonna wake up the bride on her wedding day?
1: Yeah. Come on. What do you think she's gonna say? Going to need that. Like, just if you don't know where he is, he's either he's either gone for a wee fucking donda, or or now, Yamiu is pumping his miss. I'm gonna look past the fact that you just
0: suggested that second one. Well. Where the hell would he, like, I don't fucking Ken Red be. Right, like, well here's the deal then. Since I've got all this fucking shit to pick up the slack of what he was supposed to be doing, which, by the way, he fucking knows better than to say that he's going to do something and not do it. It's your job to find
1: him. Oh, for fuck's sake, Lass. like, really? I've no fucking... Listen, if everybody else here, You're one of the
0: people that can be spared outside of all the other duties that knows him the best. Plus, from the stories that I've heard of you two, she points to you and uh, points to Tony and Nick. You guys know him just as well as Rob does. So, you know, three of you, I'm I'm, I'm telling you, it's your job, find him. As of now,
1: you've got three hours until he has to be here. Apologies to DM. Uh huh. Because only you'll get this reference. And to Tony and Nick, it'll sound like I'm referring to something different. I'll date for a Scooby snack. I need food. You see, I can't act on an empty stomach. Like I need
0: food. You see, Shan walks over, uh, picks up a plate full of croissants and other sweet and savory pastries and literally just shoves it to you and looks to to the three of you and says get some food in your stomach then go and find my dickhead of a best friend gonna kick his cunt in so players it's at this point that i'm going to turn around and say the uh the countdown has started You now have officially three hours to find me and get me back to where I need to be. Also, yes, this is kind of like the hangover. Yes, I do need to be ready for the ceremony before the three hour time uh, countdown starts. And to the listeners, yes, I'm being deadly serious.
1: They are looking at a countdown. Okay, I have an idea. Now, I'm expecting you to say no. However, we're using our our character sheets, correct? The ones of our main yeah. character, yeah, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. Rob's got a ring on his finger, and it starts to glow, and, he, and two two ravens somehow magically pop out, and also they have find familiar, so they find the groom. Game over. <laughs> so-
0: find familiar is not find is not locate person. <clears throat>
1: But I can track, into, you know something's so all and I'll track and No, nope, <laughs> no,
0: you do not have the utilization of the locate person spell. I checked.
1: Fucking thunder.
0: <laughs> so, allow me to set the scene for everybody.
3: Don't we have the rings that already have that locate person spell in them? Thanks to anon.
0: Yeah, that's Get so you hands. can locate each other. You don't have one for me. <laughs> yeah, we never did link the god and the other ones, did we? <laughs>
3: so no, we, we never gave the god
0: a ring, did we? You have an entire hotel's worth of people to go and make use of in your investigation. I'm begging, I'm I'm begging you. Be creative. Chase leads have suspicions there's a lot of rolling that you guys can do so i'm gonna i'm gonna pass over to you guys how do you set how do you begin your investigation for finding me i go to his mall. make a perception check okay disadvantage uh no i'd say now you've got a little bit of food and yeah you can make it just a straight roll Oh, for f- <laughs> 14. Yeah. Mhm. You you take a moment to <laughs> examine the dining room, of which there's about 15 to 20 people. Half of the half of the the occupants of Cool Manor are currently in the dining room. You spy this middle-aged female human, a crop of short chestnut brown hair sat at a window seat with a man who appears to assumably be her her husband uh you do you make your way over or do you just try and get her attention
1: uh, i make my way halfway over and try and get her attention. okay how do you get her attention by uh saying her name okay now in order to keep the mother's name secret i'm not gonna say the name unless the dm says the name themselves <laughs> so i would be like hey hey, um, can I, <laughs> hey hey you can i hey blank uh, can i have a quick word with you if that's like i um, hope i'm not like disturbing you or anything like you that, see as, you, know?
0: you see as the mother of the groom belladonna sets down her coffee cup looks to you <laughs> brief smile flashes over her face and says Ah, oh, morning, Rob. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> she stands up and makes her way over to the three of you, looks to, to Nick and Tony and says, Ah, guys, I don't think I had the... I don't think I actually got to, to introduce myself to you yesterday. My name is Belladonna. I'm Reese's mum. Nice to meet you. I have heard a lot about Tony and I've heard a fair amount about Nick. Um, nice to finally meet you i hope that you guys had a a smooth journey over and uh good to see that you got here on time
3: meet
0: (laughs) nick you can you can go and scratch off anything you can find on your go pal (laughs) uh
1: hi bella um does has has you seen reese this morning
0: no, I've seen him yet. And last, well, last I knew, he was with you in the bar, wasn't he?
1: Ah, he was. And then, I just mind waking up after that. Um, him and Kaz were in the same room. Yeah. Right? Or did they have separate ones for like the arrangements for the? No, no, they. The radiance. No, plan? no, they stayed in the same room, or at least that was the plan. Yeah. Like, cos, um... And then... Rob looks left and right over his shoulder. Uh, what's wrong? Shan says she's not seen him. And I thought... Shan was meant to make sure he... Go up. Like, he's no gonna still be in the room where Has. Is he? Cos I, I thought, like... She'd be getting ready, and there's that whole sort of tradition where you can't see
0: the bride before. No, no, no before. you're right.
1: You're right. Uh, if he's hmm,
3: I've no, never known right. him he... to be
0: late. No, no, you're right. He, he 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 will have left the he will have left the room by now. But come think about it, I haven't seen him myself.
1: Um, is he on good terms with his brother or?
0: All right. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: So the heck? Cause he know.
0: Listen, he's probably, I don't know, he's, he's probably just found a corner to go and relax in. You know yourself, Rob. He hasn't. He's not. He's not a guy who stresses in days like this. You know, he's he's been pretty relaxed about this entire week and about today you know in the run up to it it's been quite surprising actually i haven't seen him get fidgety about it and that's one of the usual defining traits of my son is that he's fidgety so he i'm sure i'm sure you'll find him tucked away in a corner probably on his i don't i don't know probably just reading a book or something
1: how long has this conversation been so far as long as it's taken Right, I want to roll history again to try and if I can recall anything else from last night. Okay. No, I don't.
3: As he's trying to recall, I'm gonna walk back with three bites of a steak hanging out of my mouth.
1: Nick, could you have some, like... could you have some fa... Sorry, Belladonna, um, could you have a bit more of... decency about you? Like... No, oh, no, let, let him be, honestly.
0: Rob, you know yourself. At least we the same thing. Um with a ten on history, Rob. You recall a th- you recall a third person being present just before you went to bed. But the details are
1: extremely blurry. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. That's no Troy. Who's Troy? I'm sending this out of session, by the way. Oh, right, okay. That's no Troy. But Troy, Troy the Gardener? Troy the Baker. That's no. No, that's not Troy. It's not Troy Baker. It's no Troy the Gardener. That's Bobby that's the Batman. <laughs> Bobby the Bombman. Listeners, I, it, oh, listeners more overseas, I apologize. Like, I'm doing sort of different sort of like, Scottish accents in our in our country and I'm getting a bit mixed up now and then with trying to do things, so, if there's anything you don't understand, I am sorry. I am sorry! <laughs> uh, so, Rob, what... Like, right, well, I'll tell you, I'll... I'll look around a wee bit in there, um, I'm gonna go for a wee path, and then... After a wee path, I'm gonna try and... scout out a wee bit, um, but, uh enjoy the rest of your breaky. um <laughs> keep an eye on these two like that's the first time meeting the MyRLs in real life so just keep okay. an eye on them will you so as you make your way back
0: outside of the the dining room into the main foyer area uh it dawns on me that i never actually showed my players what cool manner looks like so whilst we go through this little roleplay section I'll give you guys some time to look over the uh the images that are in roll 20. Yes these are all real images of where the wedding is going to be taking place. So Rob you head out of the dining room into the foyer area and then it's a straight line to the front door to the main entrance and as you step out you see this tall uh quite well built muscular bog male smoking a very long very uh ornately decorated tobacco pipe just minding his own business having a puff and as you spark up i'll say that you'll no longer be rolling uh disadvantage or anything because everybody knows the feeling that that morning that first drag of a cigarette in the morning as it goes through your system uh it feels it feels amazing so You'll have, you're no longer at disadvantage. So, question for Nick and Tony, do you guys choose to chase any leads or go asking questions, or are you guys gonna wait for Rob to get back?
3: Well, I don't have psychic, so I can't read his mind. Uh, Cause he would be the only okay. one who knows.
2: Technically I do. you've got psychic uh oh you've
0: got I've detect got thoughts thud. yeah yeah okay uh you're gonna
1: cast it uh yeah i'll go ahead and cast it me- now detect, detect thoughts of what i currently know or what drunk rob knew well oh,
2: because...
0: detect thoughts Detect thoughts can be used in an area
2: right so i can gotcha, read gotcha. i can read everybody's thoughts and
0: within 30 uh, was it is it 30 or 60 feet me a second and I'll tell you
2: 30 feet. Cool. However, uh, any creature that has an intelligence of three or lower doesn't speak any language is an uninfected. Um, And if I try to dig deeper into the person's uh, thoughts, meaning that I try to go further in, they have to roll um, saving throws and if they can't beat my dc then i can literally just read every thought that they've ever had
0: okay cool uh so as you as you cast attack thoughts it is a it's like opening the floodgates essentially because first wave of thoughts you get is surface level uh belladonna is still in the uh, process of waking up she's looking forward to finishing her morning coffee Her husband has a a cup of tea that's sitting in front of him. Uh, The waiters and waitresses are focused on ensuring that the breakfast service goes smoothly and then making that transitional shift to setting up the dining room for the wedding ceremony. Because Cool Manor doesn't have multiple different rooms that get used. The dining room is pretty much where 90% of the, the big day is going to be contained within. So you've got supervisors giving orders to, to other waitresses and waiters you've got uh waiters that are talking amongst themselves both out loud and thinking to themselves right i need to get this over here i need to get that over here i need to i need to bust this table and then i'd say that you your area your area for detect thoughts just manages to extend far enough to where you can faintly pick up on the surface-level thoughts of the receptionist. So, like I said, the waiters and waitresses, you don't hear anything abnormal. There's the front desk clerk who is... It's a mix of thoughts, initially, mainly a, a sense of frustration of a, a, a last-minute cancellation for rooms that's left a room vacant um but yeah how do you choose to act on all this information
2: so whose whose thoughts are we actually trying to process
3: well we know that rob was the only one that was with him the night before so we would have to try to go through his brain to try to see if we can pick up any clues
2: Okay, so I'm gonna go through Rob's thoughts and dig deeper into Rob's uh consciousness.
1: What do I need to roll uh, mayhem? Uh, uh it's a Wisdom save.
0: Yeah, it is actually. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What's the DC? Uh Tony will tell you the DC. Twenty-six. Oh, ho 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 ho. Shit. Oh, holy shit was that with a uh, no that was like okay so it, it wow it is possible for you to to <clears> succeed <throat> on this okay so with a 21 he fails um, okay.
2: so I can read every thought that he's ever had
1: you fucking creep get our job
2: <laughs> and he, he, he like he literally cannot do anything about it for a full minute so I can literally read every thought he's ever conceived into his head since birth, and he can't do anything about it for one minute. That is... One, that's, that's a very scary prospect.
1: I shot i shot myself when I was two. I bet you did it a lot more <laughs> times than that, bud.
0: <laughs> All
2: right, so I want to... I want to process the thoughts of what was going through his head from the moment that uh you and him got together up until he went to his room and went to bed
0: okay so rob you got to you got to cool manor a little after 4 p.m the day before and from then it was a mix of getting yourself settled in your room It was a mix of introducing yourself to everybody that you you haven't already met. Um, And then it was just enjoying the festivities. From after the main meal to the end of the night, it was a mixture of you, Reese, and a bunch of other friends and uh, acquaintances uh, relaxing in the bar, playing cards a lot of alcohol was consumed and tony you watch as reese and rob they're neck and neck with turn but in terms of how many drinks they have to a point rob begins to slightly overtake me about i'm gonna say 10 p.m as he's got a couple of extra glasses compared to m- the number that i've got and he seems to be holding his his liquor quite well as you're viewing things from Rob's perspective it's very suede it's not toppling over levels of sweetness, but it's you know he's not walking in a straight line if he tries to whereas me on the other hand I'm laughing my ass off just wholeheartedly and it's like I, I said earlier slumped in that chair very much uh paralyzed from the waist down in terms of just how relaxed and inebriated i am and then towards the end of the night you fast forward in, in his memories and his thoughts and you see this vis- this visage of the the night porter come over and rob failedly at as, as trying to assist the night porter with picking me up and carrying me off to my room and then the last thing you see is the night porter slinging me over his left his left-hand side shoulder and proceeding to walk out of the bar with Rob making his way out of the bar hanging a short uh, a sharp left and making his way up the stairs. Rob did not see the direction that the night porter went in carrying me. However, Uh,
2: So I need to find the night porter and some of the other people that were attending at the bar that night. Okay. And cast detect thoughts on them. However, uh, because I'm not familiar with this area and know where I'm supposed to go, I would like to pull out my, uh, map of many places and utter the words, uh, where am I and activate the map. The map shows me every single location, even if it's secret, within a five-mile radius for eight hours, pinpointing at the start of my location. Wow. You're an So...
0: <laughs> oh, he's not. <laughs> he's an Orch. He's fucking not, you dick.
1: All right, he's in Craig Danine. He belongs there, let's just say that. He's in Drum the jocket Look at the McPhee's!
0: Can you let Tony talk, for the love of fucking Christ?
1: What
3: did you see in his head, Ginger?
0: I think he's still trying to process all of Rob's memories. Good talk, good talk. <laughs> ah, he's probably busy. Thanks for the memories, even if they weren't so great. Jesus! <laughs> Don't bring that <laughs> trash into my fucking D&D. <laughs> hey,
1: random memory. You're welcome. Anytime. time.
3: Haven't you people ever heard of closing the gods dang door?
0: No. I hear that uh teenagers scared the living shit out of me. I shouldn't care less as so long as someone will bleed. <laughs> you know, Rob, I heard that you tried so hard, but in the end, it doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, I've given up. I'm sick, of Tell oh me! Oh <laughs>
0: my god. How many fucking 2000s emo fucking references can we get into this before Tony gets back? Bearing in mind, there is a countdown and I'm not pausing it.
1: <laughs> well tonight will be the night that I will roll for you!
0: <laughs> now you see, if he can hear you, he hates you because he's the one who normally says that. I heard your father took you into the city, Rob. See a marching band, I think. Uh
1: huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm in too deep. <laughs> and yes, listeners, we are like this half the fucking time. Like, yeah, yeah, we totally we, are. The, the the chains have just come off, and we're like, right, lads,
0: let's have you! <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's be
0: fucking having ye. Welcome, <laughs> what's that, video? <laughs> Fucking stick your head in you.
2: <laughs> hey, I apologize for that. I had a conversation just now that needed to be discussed. You so, are uh,
0: perfectly fine, but don't worry about it. we just been sat right, here so, taking the piss out of 2000's music.
2: Oh, Lord. Oh. Uh, are we still recording? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. All right, so uh, I've ac- uh, I've activated the map. I mm-hmm. uh, to speak the words, where am I? The way the map works is that starting at my location, exactly where I'm at, even if I move anywhere. So if I move one mile down the road or 10 miles down the road, it doesn't matter. The circumference of the circle is five miles in a perfect circular radius around me. And cool. it shows me every single location even if it's hidden meaning <laughs> that if it's a secret location that is within any building it will show me that and it will pinpoint that location
1: okay Gosh, he's found that's uh that's a pretty a map li- there tony it's a, it's but, uh, a little fucking, wanna... it's a little fucking further to culloden from Conton, rob i thought we were just fucking naming names here just to know be like to not be like, you know, I think it's, just... it's about 20, 25 miles. Yeah, well, I did not think we're doing that real-life fucking distance. Uh,
3: yeah, well, I um, get used to it, bitch. It That's also, a just, very pretty just, map there, Tony, but what the frick did you say in his head?
2: Uh, well, hang on, I'm about to get to that. So, um, continuing on with the description of how the map works, it shows me every location... It shows me every single object, all structures, all terrains, difficult or non difficult terrain. Uh, It also shows me. um, See if there. Nope, that's it. That's it. Uh, So objects, locations, structures, and terrains. It doesn't show me people. Okay. Uh, This map will remain active. For eight for, hours. For eight hours. Cool. And once it and once the eight hours is up, it will deactivate. It requires a short rest in order to recharge it. Um and then after the short rest I can activate it again. Okay. Okay. Now, now that I've activated the map, uh I'm gonna look to Nick and tell Nick that uh I saw him at the bar with Reese and that uh, there was a bunch of people there that we can talk to and use to take thoughts on that could possibly have seen him. But it was... Uh, uh, who, who did you say it was that
3: took... Night Porter?
2: The Night Porter, yeah. The Night Porter. So, it was the Night Porter who took you out. So, the Night Porter is the one we need to find as the highest regard, but we could also technically find somebody else that was at the bar with Rob and Reese that potentially would also know what happened.
3: Cool.
0: Cool, cool. So, uh, where do you want to start?
2: Um, I want to roll a would it be a history check to determine the location of uh where a porter might be located at
0: uh most porters have got a quarter like a a room within the the hotel that they stay in um but in order to determine which room uh is
3: theirs you would probably have to ask a member of staff uh most likely a manager would probably know that
2: technically the map would also tell me because it would be labeled as such
3: oh okay
2: so uh i can open the map and look at, at the location we're at to see where their accommodation rooms would be located at within the building
0: okay uh the the porters quarters is try saying that three times fast when you're drunk uh is located on the first floor on the western wing uh pretty much at the end of the hall as you guys venture out of the the dining room uh you almost barge completely into a somewhat short i'm talking five one five two a push uh tabaxi female dressed in this really nice, uh, freshly pressed black, uh, pinstripe three-piece suit, uh, you watch as she sort of recoils and looks at you and goes, Oh! <clears throat> gentlemen! Good morning! I trust you all slept well, and, uh, I just wanted to ensure you've, uh, had your fair share of the breakfast, am I right?
3: How's it going, Meow? Very funny.
0: But seriously, uh, can I get you any refreshments? Can I get you any more food? Would you like anything brought to your rooms for when you're when you're getting changed later on? Or is there anything that Cole Manor can do for you right now?
3: I'm gonna push the last bit of steak into my mouth <laughs> and start chewing it,
1: and just be like, "No, nah, I'm good for now." Alara, start cigarette number two. Sorry, Rob started cigarette number two. <laughs>
0: I was wondering who'd be the first one to do it. I It only took, what, <laughs> an hour <laughs> and a half nearly? An hour? No, no, an hour. Uh, she looks to you and says, You know, there's a smoking area outside, Rob.
1: Oh, like, I... I, at your session, I'm still outside having my... Okay. I just start my second cigarette because uh, as to take thoughts was, Detect Thoughts was done, I was going outside.
0: Nick, she looks to you and says, I'm rather curious. We don't serve steak for breakfast.
3: You do now.
0: Huh. Then I need to have a word with Chef. Anyway, my name is Ladia. I am the I'm the receptionist. I'm also part of the, the wedding coordination team. If there's anything that you need from me, then feel free to come and find me. But for now, I am on the hunt for the flawless i believe they should have arrived here about 15 minutes ago and i see no sign of them so uh,
3: where let's... were you at between the hours of napkin no, <laughs>
2: uh, actually that now that's a fair question uh detect thoughts is still active okay
0: uh surface level thoughts uh you get from Ladia are she is. Desperately looking for the flautist. Uh She's being sincere when she says that they were due to be here about 10 to 15 minutes ago. Uh, she is also uh, looking for the waitress that she delegated the task of bringing room service to the bridal chambers uh, for the bridal party so that she can ensure that everything is up to scratch. Everything is fine. That all the dietary requirements have been uh, adhere to and that any special requests have been, have been fulfilled. She is also a wedding coordinator's job is stressful, so she's juggling many things. She's looking for multiple people. She's got a lot of things that she knows that she needs to do and not a very lot, a lot of time to do them.
2: Uh, in the thoughts that I contemplated through Rob's uh, head, was she there? at the bar.
0: Are you asking her to make a save?
2: No, I'm asking did I see her in Rob's vision in in his head?
0: Oh, no. At no, the no, bar. No. no, no.
2: Because I... I- i would be given access to the full list of people that rob saw that was at the bar yeah so i need to know exactly who was there and who was not there that way that i can use detect thoughts to see what they saw when they they were at the bar
0: no she was not there ladia was not there she ended her shift at roughly 9 30 last night and her duties predominantly stayed within the confines of the reception area
2: okay so i'll just retain surface level thoughts for her then
0: yeah um as she as she sets off though there is one thought that you hear her talking in her head and what she says is along the lines of after all the stress that this wedding has been surrounded by I seriously hope it's worth it. I seriously hope that the couple get the day that they want. And the tone that she says within her own head is mixed with professionalism and concern for like genuine concern of wanting the, the couple to have the day that they so desperately want. But there's a there's a the minor the most basest twinge of bitterness to it so tony you know a bar needs a barman so you have a lead you don't know if it's going to be the same barman but you know you the, the the only lead you guys have right now is i and rob were last seen in the bar before rob somehow made his way back to his room and i was carted off to an unknown location by the night pourer
2: Okay. So, how far from my current location is the bar?
0: About 30 feet to your
2: left. Okay. So, then I'm within the time frame. I'm just gonna go... No, if it's within 30 feet, then I would be able to still read the their minds.
0: Okay. Uh, you pick up on the thoughts and presence of an extremely exhausted individual uh surface level thoughts are i need my bed i'm absolutely exhausted and extremely pissed off that i've been asked to work a double shift
3: it's double shift, and it's the same person from the night before.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, if it's the double shift, then, uh, I'm going to dig deeper, and I require a saving throw. Wisdom. 26 DC.
0: I can go ahead and tell you that that is definitely a fail. Um, as you delve deeper, this is indeed, you, you don't have a visual on the on the individual because they are through a wall right now um, the bar is the the bar is literally a separate room about 30 feet away from where you're currently standing but you instantly get the notion that this is the barman that was on the night before they've been asked to work a double shift because the the barman that was supposed to be working uh the the first shift called in sick um and there is nothing but frustration, exhaustion, and just for a lack of a better phrase, a lack of care filling their head right now. You do catch... (coughs) Sorry, lungs decided to stop working there. You do catch snippets of images of the barman looking past the bar to me and Rob as we're having... Our drinks and just talking shit throughout the rest of the night as me and Rob are accustomed to do we're not gonna lie we're not gonna stand on ceremony but you also catch a glimpse of the barman walking over with a tray of two drinks and then slyly putting down a bottle of dwarven whiskey on my side of the table just out of Rob's view rob make a make a history check for me
1: straight history brandon man i'm still excited having a smoke but oh, cigarette fine. number three cigarette <laughs> number three three really history uh that so, would be up, a so,
2: 21 pause. Oh, okay pause uh, okay so i was gonna say that it if you weren't gonna let him roll because rob is outside technically due to the fact that i was able to read rob's mind and
1: you'd have- still see what i see tony yeah it,
2: then essentially could i not roll a history check and because i'm rolling a history check i also have uh special features that give me uh certain benefits for rolling uh intelligence-based roles
0: yeah i'll say that yeah because rob's still outside yeah okay. I, was, I, was, I, I wasn't
1: aware that he hadn't come back in yet I mean, well, I'm still pondering when I have my cigarette, if you still want to accept that, that 21 there. So, I'm still pondering things, unless I'm being distracted by other smokers, depending on no, no, we'll, 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 Yeah,
0: we can come back to that 21. Yeah.
2: Cool. Okay, so uh, the D20 roll with my history check was a, a dirty 20, uh, 19 plus one. However, uh, I have a feature That is due to my uh, my artifact that I have, the Lover's Rose, that allows me to take any intelligence roll that I roll, and if I don't like the roll, I get to add a D8 to the roll. So I added the D8 to the roll, and I'm now sitting at a 27.
0: Nice, nice. So, explain. Okay, you're you're. Are you trying to compare? the images that you're seeing through the barman to the images that you saw through Rob's memories.
2: Correct. So right. it, so if, if Rob was capable of rolling the same history role, if he was in the room with us of trying to remember about the, the dwarven whiskey that was placed on the table, then I'm rolling the same role as if I'm replacing Rob through his memories right, and also accessing it through the barman's memories at the same process in the same time that way that i could compare the two and know the significance of this this dwarven uh drink
1: okay kind of like into the Slade xenoverse (laughs)
2: uh
1: so you you compare the you compare the
0: visual perspectives and you come to the conclusion Rob knew nothing about the fact that this bottle of alcohol had been placed basically in my possession uh what's your passive insight
2: Passive so the inside is 17.
0: 17 yeah that's enough uh passive insight of 17 you know that the barman did this so that you know he did this with the hopes that I would drink so much that I would either pass out and just not wake up until like the literal last minute or that I would just in 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 a drunken stupor wander off it was it was alcoholic sabotage without actually tainting the drinks he artificially inflated the amount of alcohol that I consumed without Rob knowing it. And the result is, well, the result he was hoping for was either I don't wake up in time for my own wedding or I I'm so drunk and I can't find my way back to my room that I wander off.
2: Okay, so with the tech thoughts still active uh, and the fact that he failed the role, I want to know in his consciousness why it was that he had the initiative to want to do that in the first place.
0: Okay. Uh, You delve deeper and deeper into the barman's thoughts and you you get flickers of frustration and stress and anger. Anger that Stems from activities outside of work, stress that pertains to work, to the workplace. He hates his job. He does this because it's a well-paying job, and he gets paid more for weddings. Um, but there's frustration because he feels that Rob and I were obnoxious little shits, for lack of a better phrase. He hates. He hates pondering to people. He feels that us staying up so late in the bar constantly drinking ordering more and more drinks was just reducing him to nothing more than a servant essentially and for lack of a better phrase i mean it's, it's a i mean it's technically a waiter's job to serve but that late at night a lot of the staff had already gone home or gone to bed or you know they were no longer working the barman is the one that normally would serve the drinks that late at night and he hates it he hates feeling like he's been reduced to nothing more than a glorified servant and he he took issue with rob and i staying up so late we were apparently loud we were apparently obnoxious we were drinking more than he feels that we should, and yeah, he took major issue with that.
2: Okay, so uh, I want to delve into his consciousness and see uh, if there's something that is on in his mind that if brought up would cause him great distress and cause him to panic.
0: Oh. Um...
2: like it like a, a lover's affair or if he stole something or if he's uh pondering money off of his boss because he's sick and tired of his job and he's trying to do something against his boss because he hates his job yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. something that would cause him extreme amount of distress that would cause him to have disadvantage on what i'm about to do next okay uh
0: it takes you a moment but you you come across a conversation that the barman had with ladia who you've just spoken to in the earlier hours of the evening just not long after the the main meal the night before had kicked off there was a conversation that he had and ladia is basically she's management she's middle management of cool manor she was essentially the, the duty manager last night and you recall her brazenly reminding him in a managerial tone that any tips or any uh, extra cash that was made was to go into the pot that's then shared amongst all the staff uh, after the wedding is concluded as is customary because everybody should get their fair share now the barman took Massive issue with that because he feels that He's providing a service and if he gets a tip, why should the waiters get a cut of that? Why should the waitresses get a cut of that? Why should the Why should the management? Get a cut of those tips if they haven't done something to earn it a Barman's tips should be a barman's tips and There was several moments where both myself and several other guests tipped the barman And you catch this very brief it's no more than a six or seven second uh moment in his in his memories where he waited until everybody was completely engrossed in what they were doing before taking the tip money and stashing it in a back pocket and then going about the rest of serving drinks and you know, retrieving glasses and cleaning and wiping down surfaces.
2: Okay. Um, I would like to, uh, bring Nick with me. Okay. And I'm going to relay all of this to Nick as we're making our way to the barman. And I would like to get the barman's attention uh so that we can have a conversation
0: okay as you wander into the bar the bar chamber itself is approximately 40 feet in length by about 30 feet wide several clusters of long high back chairs and sofas and ornate oaken tables are all scattered around uh the bar itself is only about 20 feet wide this lavish marble countertop with a massive and i'm talking hundreds of bottle selection of gins, whiskeys, rums, vodkas, aperitifs. Uh, You've got mixers and barely visible out like over the bar top. You catch a glimpse of this short, stout, stuffy, deep gnome that's got one eye and a tuft of silvery gray hair as you watch you walk in and you see he's he's polishing uh wine glasses and placing them on this uh long white uh tablecloth and he hears you coming in he he sort of begrudgingly looks over clocks you and Nick, and goes gentlemen good morning Uh, i'm afraid uh bar service doesn't begin for another 10 to 15 minutes so if you're looking for some refreshments, uh, I'm afraid you'll have to go back through to the dining room and get them from the breakfast service.
2: Uh, We're not here for any drinks. We're here for information regarding the events that happened last night that regard the groom for the wedding that's going to be happening soon. Uh, It is a individual known as Reese and his friend rob who is outside smoking currently was there
0: you're gonna have to forgive me sir i met a lot of people last night Saw many faces um i didn't catch many names amongst all the hubbub of voices and conversation that was going on um is there any any refresher that you could provide my my terrible memory (laughs) obviously you can see uh details are kind of hard to to keep in the in the memory when you only have 50 percent
2: vision it was two gentlemen that uh were in your case obnoxious and loud and being rude to you uh to the point to where that you gave one of them a bottle
0: of Dwarven Ale. Sir, I don't know what you're trying to infer. Um, I believe I served many drinks uh, last night. As As for labeling a guest as obnoxious and rude, I don't think I'd ever assume to to classify guests in such a derogatory manner.
3: The man in question passed out in a chair holding a glass full of that dwarven whiskey and was carried out.
1: At this point, DM, I'd say unless I'm speaking to anyone outside having a cigarette I would make my way back trying to find nick and tony okay uh rob as you get breezy now (laughs) rob as you venture back in
0: to the foyer area you get to a point in the reception area where you get an angle into the the bar where you can see nick and tony standing in there and you begin to veer off to the right hand side and join them in there uh with regards to your 21 on history whilst you're outside having your several cigarettes of which i'm trying not to label you as a chain smoker, but we'll get to that later on. Um, Memories start coming back. Details start flooding back. And you remember you're not entirely fond of the barman. His attitude just didn't sit right with you. And you're trying to recall whether, because you know that I'm self-conscious about, you know, rubbing people the wrong way or leaving a bad impression. You're you're trying to recall, did we do anything wrong last night? Did he say anything that was out of turn? Nothing's coming to you. You're trying to recall, did did you say anything or did you do anything that was out of turn? Now, you have a penchant for uh, humor and you have a penchant for jokes of a slightly unsavory manner, but... Everybody's got a sense of humor and, you know, nobody should be judged for their senses of humor. Nothing sticks out to you, but Rob, there were two waiters last night that stayed by in order to help out with the cleanup after everybody had gone to bed. There was a young halfling woman and there was a grey furred tabaxi.
1: Now here's the thing, because I'm close to Nick and Tony now. Tony, I'm guessing your detect thoughts is still active.
0: Uh,
1: How long does detect thoughts last for, Tony?
2: It should have been. It lasts for a minute, so I don't know how long it's been since the. Well,
1: it's no. I'm not gonna smoke three cigarettes in, in a minute. <laughs> that's that's a waste. Um. Yeah, so so... I,
2: I... I would probably say that by the time that I got all the information from the, the the bartender, it probably would have ended right there.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, Rob, you can choose to decide how you you rejoin Nick and Tony. Nick, Tony, uh, you see that the barman is. His his eyes are darting back between the two of you. He he looks visibly stressed, and he he's getting on. His his body posture and his body language is erring on the the point of visible frustration. He sets the he sets the glass down. He's polishing very delicately. He places the the towel on the the top of the bar, and says, "Gentlemen, I don't know what you're trying to infer. I serve drinks. That much is true. Yes, it." can be argued that uh, some of the patrons here may have been on the loud side. May have been... <sighs> Everybody gets a little obnoxious when they've had a drink. Everybody's attitude changes the more they drink. But I try not to let that get the better of me. I try to uphold a fair standard of, of work here. And if I've failed to do so, then... You are free to take that up with my my manager
1: oh look jenny McGinty and Balky neck i was looking for you
0: it's at this point tony nick you hear a, uh, uh as soon as rob's voice echoes into the bar
2: yeah so this is uh, one of the people that i was talking about and the gentleman that was with him
0: yes i'm very aware i'm very uh, acquainted with uh with the young gentleman <laughs>
1: How did you sleep last night, sir? Hold on, hold on. Just a minute, Tony. Did he say didn't they know me? You can. It's a Tony. trying to ponder what I'm saying. Funny.
0: Funny. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, make, you're making this very difficult for him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so. I'm Very tempted to pull off uh, uh, another D and D podcast thing and squeeze his cheeks and see if he actually talks with the English accent oh that I can understand. Uh, him hey, Tony
1: Tony, 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 <laughs> Tony! Right, like, is this is this we like person like not saying he knows me, but yet he knows me? How do you go? Like, how do you go
0: from Scottish hillbilly to Mary fucking Poppins in a split second?
1: Pip Pip Cheerio, where is a fucking bastard? Or like, where? Uh- no. <laughs> I cast are languages. Okay. <laughs> right there. <laughs> right there, lads. How's it going there, boyo? Have you found Not uh, on Mayhem yet? <laughs>
2: Still I'd- have to comprehend languages' rocks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> there, the, right, I can't say it on this podcast, but Tony, you know there's a way you can understand everything I say.
2: Yeah, but I'm not doing that right now. I've got children here.
1: <laughs> so here's the tube. <laughs> Continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are you trying to say like he didn't? He doesn't know me, but like he knows me.
3: No. I think mean, the feeling of this barman is skirting around the issue here and knows something.
2: Well, it—it's not even that. It's the fact that one, he knows Rob and the the Reese who was with him last night. Secondly, he gave Reese a, a, a bottle of dwarven ale in order to get him drunk enough to either leave the bar or to pass out and miss his own wedding. And thirdly, uh, he's also pondering tip money.
0: How the hell did you?
1: Rob sort of like we're in the day clothes, we're not in the the fancy stuff. So Rob just sort of like flicks the back of his sort of like his, his coat. Like, just how I would describe it, like a little kind of flap. Is that so, lads? I. kind <clears throat> the hell did. <clears throat> no, no, no. In your own time, lad. Just just explain. So, uh,
2: so what I'm going to do is I want to uh, use that to turn around <clears throat> and tell him, is like, now. Now that we've gotten your attention to where that you will understand the significance of what is going on. I want all information given to me in regards to what happened with Rob and our friend Reese. why he was given the extra bottle and what happened to him to cause him to leave the vicinity knowing that he had a wedding tomorrow. If I'm not given certain information regarding to that, I will be informing your manager to let them know that you have been pondering and stealing tip money that they specifically told you was to be split between the staff. And I want to roll an intimidation roll. Go ahead.
3: You may not even have to do that, Tony.
2: Uh, Nat 20 for a total of 25.
3: Okay, I'll let it stick with that.
0: Nice, nice.
2: (laughs) Uh, He rolled a a four on his insight check. (laughs)
3: The very instant that Tony actually finishes saying that whole spiel, I'm casting command on him. (laughs) That fifth level.
0: Okay.
3: So he needs to make a wisdom save. Oh, fuck. DC? 19.
0: That's a 12.
3: Yeah, and my one word is answer. Fair enough. Uh...
0: He looks to you, Tony, and says, I gave him that ball so that he would fucking shut up for once. Fucker didn't stop... On hearing... Fucker didn't didn't stop talking all night long. The second he walked into the bar and sat down, he was talking, 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 talking. Talking shit. Looks to you, Rob, and says, So were
1: you as well. Okay, DM. Very important question. Now, they've had their abilities. I'd like to use one of mine. Uh Uh-huh. Two of mine. I just need to ask, is everything on... My current sheet, accepted. Yeah. Heh, heh
0: heh, You're not gonna summon the bull are
3: you? <laughs> no, Keith, not you. in check please. No, no,
1: not here, that's fine. Right, okay, so, Rob had a very vivid dream of uh, a certain uh, trio of disasters once upon a time. Oh. And was I'm very inspired the by now. the story. very inspired by the story. So what you see, ladies and gentlemen, through the red coat, I'd like it to be known. Rob is wondering.
0: I'd like it to be known. You do not have weapons on you right now. That
1: makes it even better. Ah shit! But I have all abilities.
3: Uh-huh. He opens his red robe. I grab just...
1: on. I grab onto that bartender and I plane shift. Uh oh. High into the sky and my wings come out.
3: <laughs> and I am so literally on, holding.
1: I am literally holding this bartender by the scruff of the neck, and I'm pretending to like loosen the grip. Whoa, whoa, Oh whoa, 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 careful! Oh whoa, whoa, oh. Oh, careful at it! Yeah. I might, I might drop. Oh, so uh, for my obviously play- I've got the wings out, but he doesn't see the wings at that moment because they'd come out like to yeah. pretend like I've fallen as well. So they would come out when I need to glide down. So for my my players, uh,
0: the top row of images, the second one on the one on the right, that's Rob's uh perspective right now. That's how high up he is holding this fucking deep gnome bar, uh, deep gnome bartender, uh. Rob, he is kicking and screaming in fear right now, and kick more I'll
1: drop, buddy. So um, it's getting a bit chilly up here. Um, you know what? You hurt my friend, and because you hurt my friend, you hurt me. Now whoa, careful, whoa, laddie, careful, careful. This is this is, oh, tickle. This this is not this. Whew, you cold? You cold? What?
3: He's just screaming. At and you. now I'm holding him He's by his legs. Nick is going to scream up, up at them. For God's hold- sakes, Rob, this is a wedding reception, not
1: a freaking bar mitzvah. I'm <laughs> holding him by like the now? legs upside down now, and I just free fall right down. And then the wings glide just at, the, I'd say, the last meter, and then, up, and, then go down, and then I go up. And then I go down. And then I go up. And then I go down. And I'm gonna keep on doing that till he's actually sick and then he actually tells me where my friend is. <laughs> okay. Can you keep on doing it? It does. And I'd like to add an advantage of intimidation though.
0: Oh my god. I don't think you need to, because it doesn't take long before he vomits all over your
1: feet. Oh no, but here here's the thing. I'm gonna roll intimidation.
0: Watch is him get that? that one. Watch
1: him. Oh. It's oh, a seven. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Uh, that's fine, oh, but all I'm going to say is, you were going to tell everyone what you did to my friend and to me, and then you were going to get my friend back. And if you choose not to help us, I'll not use the wings next time.
3: Rob, he was going to anyway. I cast command on him, you nitwit.
1: <laughs> what are you, a fucking ASMR?
2: Which
3: if, yes. mista-
2: which, if I'm not mistaken, by the way, uh, because command is a concentration spell, the, con- the it would have been broken because of what Rob just did.
1: But here's the thing. No
2: Rob diamond. didn't know that because Centricion. there
1: was no communication about that. So Rob did not know. So Rob acted as Rob does. Random and hysterical.
3: Uh-huh.
4: Yeah,
1: sure.
3: Here's the thing, Com- Rob. <laughs> command's not a concentration, by the way.
2: Is it not? Okay, alright, then it wouldn't have been broken. Here's the thing, I was thinking it was a concentration, but I guess it's not.
0: After the barman vomits all over your feet, he's looking at you, and he's screaming, I don't know! I don't know where you went! You were the last one to see him! I'm fucking telling you! You were the last one to see him!
1: You, and your other bartender that was, and the other night porter that was on that night, will find them. And if they are, if they have so much, if Okay, I'll make it easier for you, buddy. If they have so much as a fucking prick on the finger, or a scratch, or any blood at all, even a fucking graze, then your right leg and your left arm go bye-bye. I'm going to call you Eileen.
0: He looks up at you, his (laughs) eyes. (laughs) His eyes are as white as they can go, and he just looks and goes. The, the night porter's room is in on the on the west side of the what on the day? west. He's he sleeps in a room on the west side of the of the manor. His his room's in the attic. I don't know. Maybe he brought your friend there. I don't know. I, I just, just please put me down gently. No,
1: and I go up in the air again. Make an insight check.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We'll see how
3: much of the reception is outside watching this odd spectacle.
0: At this point, there's like 19. Okay. Uh, He's telling the truth. The constant up and down, up and down, up and down, and now two waves of vomit that you have extracted from him have given him no compulsion to lie. He's being brutally honest. He, the He's honest when he tells you that the Night Porter's room is on the western side of Cool Manor. It's located in the attic. And for all he knows, he could have taken me there rather than risking knocking on the wrong door and waking up. Especially waking up the bright. <laughs>
1: so I'm... I, I put him straight on the ground, I stand, I, I hold him by the scarf of the neck and I stand him up. You're gonna lead me to that room then. Wait, and if you wh- don't-
0: Listen, up the stairs, take a left, go
1: down. Oh, There's did that. you think you were gonna get out of this? No, you're, you, until L- we find him. Listen, listen here mate. Do you want to go up again?
0: Uh-huh. Do you? Uh-huh. You see, he, he turns green and he just goes, uh,
1: uh, <laughs> No. Uh, uh. Then you are going to take me to that room and you are going to stick by us until Reese is found. I will not have my bet, ba- my good friend, Mrs. Wedding. Are you taking the piss, mate? I've got work to do. Okay, up we go. Come on. <laughs> Oh, and I go <laughs> And I drag my scruff the neck like tr- and a sort of like I'm not actually gonna go up there but I'm dragging it right like, Come on then <laughs> Up wiggle I think I could go double that you're slightly smaller than me so <clears> this <throat> to be like triple the height for you. Make a strength check <laughs> Fourteen
0: He just passed. You watch as, like, as you threaten to hoist him back up in the air, he yanks both of his wrists out of your grip and begins to just leg it back into the hotel.
1: Oh, no, you don't. Uh, okay.
0: How, hmm, hmm. Now, he's not running away. He's just making his way back into the hotel.
1: Oh no, I follow after the hotel. I was like, right. You don't show me where the room is, and if you do not wait with me, I'll do worse. Have you met the wrath of Kaz? <laughs> I feckin' don't. I saw- I heard of it. I heard kids tell stories about it. You don't piss off the Kaz. <laughs> so- <laughs> she's, she's gonna kill you when she hears this i mean it in good faith though you know that Uh uh-huh
0: i know but it's gonna be fucking hilarious (laughs) when she fucking kills you You
3: what the kids tell it around
1: campfires now
0: Uh uh-huh yeah yeah the story of Gaz.
1: (gasps) i don't if you are listening to this you know i mean this in good faith Uh uh-huh yeah don't listen to him babe so do you wish to face the wrath
0: of the bride listen i don't want to get on any bride's bad side but you have to understand i've got a job to do It's not my job to find your friend. It's yours. Well,
1: would your manager like to know about your laundered money? You think I fucking like this job? There's a reason I take the tips. Nick? You have command, right? I've
3: already used it, yes, but there's no point in continuing. And then I sort of
1: nudge you in the side, go fucking along with it.
3: The you second you on, nudge me is. in the side, my my wings come out, <laughs> and I point a finger at you Listen, I'll
0: and ta- say, "Listen, I'll take you to I'll take panel. you to the night porter's room. That's it. Just don't tell Ladia about the tips."
1: I'm going to need a cl- uh, clear crystal va- vase or vase, some of you say. I'm gonna need a ladle. And I'm going to need a spatula. He looks to you and says- And also, a teaspoon. He looks to you and says,
0: Yeah, sure. Fucking walk your happy little ass to the kitchen.
1: Well, you're going to get it. And then you're going to come back uh, and then you're going to take me to the room.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever, mate. Yeah, good
1: luck with that. Mel uh... Uh Uh-huh. Nani? Tony? Tony, do you have a spoon?
2: (laughs) I have an entire kitchen in my backpack. What do you think? Your backpack's (laughs) in your room, dumbass.
1: Get me! What do you need a spoon for? Can I get a teaspoon? Not not like a big spoon, I need a teaspoon. The ones used for doing teas and coffees. I I need a teaspoon. Can I get one of you, Tony?
2: Go back to my room and get my backpack, but I
0: guess... One hour, 49 minutes, 30 seconds. There's a reason I need the spoon.
3: I thought you were saying that, like, one hour and 49 minutes later. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, so, I say to that guy, right, if you leave me in the wrong room, that teaspoon that I'm getting Tony to get will get rid of your other eye.
2: So this is John Wick. <laughs>
1: And apparently, it's like John meets Bell meets, 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 of fucking
2: we're using a spoon. Mm-hmm. No, it's okay, more yeah.
1: like it's more like John John Wick, but Johnny English mixed in one at the moment. Oh my god! <laughs> you defile the
0: franchise that is Johnny English. You monsters! Don't wipe off. He he says, "Sure, just fucking stay here. I'll go get your fucking weird ass requests." God. Damn. A vase? A ladle.
4: Yeah, I heard you the He's first spoon.
0: time or a knife. I fu- Listen, I don't wanna know what you plan on doing with all this stuff. I'm quite frankly, I'm not interested. Once I hand this stuff over to you, that is me free of any obligation to you. And I'm gonna go back to no, the No, you're of my free day. of
1: any obligations after you get those object and after you take us to that room.
2: Realize something? Hmm. Hmm. Rob is Mr. Bean of John Wick. Oh Jesus.
1: <laughs> well, because Atkinson is Johnny English, who Mr. Bean, so yeah. all if you can take me to the... Um... No, that's yeah, Carmen the
0: Frog, you numb that
1: oh, No, no! Uh, I don't have any money, but I do have a lack of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for uh, people like you. If you do not make my food, I will take the spoon. And Liam to some... like.
3: somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, He's scratching his head and like, it's, it's why fine. am I hearing such ridiculous?
0: It's fine, Nick, because we both know that just like Liam Neeson, Rob is also Irish.
3: <laughs> right?
1: Okay, I'm gonna say this now because I'm nervous sure You said this session, I'm not good Irish. I'm from the same fucking region as you. You fucking wee tiny shiting bastard. You just call me a pasta? Pasta. You said pasta. Bravo, Alpha, Sierra, Tango, Alpha. Uh huh. Like barista, but less classy.
0: Aye. Totally. Because I work at <sighs> fucking Starbucks. Any hoodie.
2: If you do work for Starbucks, please go give me a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That'll be $50. You'll be you sober by the time
4: Dutch it gets to you, now. Right?
0: <clears throat> any hoodie the barman goes gets your fucking weird ass request hands everything over to you and then says right fucking follow me. Oh, follow me assholes leads you upstairs onto the first floor leads you down the down to the western wing and then you see that there is a short uh flight of stairs that leads to a large white uh white painted oaken door and he says there that's the night porters room but if you wake him up good luck because he's a grumpy motherfucker there my duties to you are done and just for the record for the rest of the day any drinks that you buy he's looking at you rob gonna charge you double asshole
1: do that and you go flying again yeah yeah bite me prick I take I take the fucking spoon and I fucking you know what the <laughs> hold like a fucking much. The
2: whole situation is. <laughs> you know what the worst part about this entire situation is? I don't know if my nat 20 was even worth it.
0: Mate. <laughs> <Watch me. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Rob's just derailed by like 20 minutes. I I can't even begin to remember where nat we were 20.
2: at. I roll a nat 20 that would have gotten me the same as the ending in a much calmer way.
1: Sorry, Tony, but I'm not playing as Alera and you're not playing as, as Adrian, and Nick's not playing as uh, Meldir. We're playing as ourselves.
2: We don't have wings, we, dipshit. <laughs> we're playing with ourselves.
1: Oh, I, I have can't... wings. The fuck you do? <laughs> no, yeah, a I've red had balls. Uh, Tony, would it be safe to say I've broken you, buddy? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, a bit...
0: it's
3: hilarious. Just a man, just for him to lift him in the air.
0: Anyhoo,dy, you and I are at the night porter's room.
1: What the fuck you Before... doing? Before we even open the knock at the door, I can. <laughs> Oh, no. I <laughs> give... I give Nick the teaspoon. I give... This is I the worst Tony... search and rescue
3: we've ever done. Uh-huh. I
1: give... I give... I give Tony the ladle. Are you still, Tony? <laughs> and and That's I... I'm thinking. And I hold the big spoon and the... No, I hold the spatula and the vase. As we knock on the door Trio, open up!
0: Oh my god. What's you gonna we, say?
1: Housekeeping? As we're just our fucking ice objects! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Charlie's angels but fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> Something fucked up. Yeah, yeah. You're 100 percent correct. Yeah, yeah.
1: Where's Where's Reese gone? <laughs> where's Reese gone? <taking laughs> I'm sorry. You've You've just given me full creative freedom, Reese. What was I meant to do with that power? Hi, Charlie. We just We just fucking th- We fucking beat us with a spatula. <laughs>
3: Compose yourself,
1: Rob.
0: Yeah, this is why I'm gonna need therapy.
1: <laughs> Spaghetti? it, where is Reese, buddy? The
0: minute he hands
3: me the teaspoon, I'm throwing it behind me.
0: And that's the moment where me needing uh, therapy was all actually, guaranteed.
3: <laughs> Rob, compose
0: yourself, dumbass.
1: I'm sorry, I'm gonna be... Because I like a cat.
0: Jesus. Okay. Tony Nick, <clears throat> Tony Nick, bring us back onto track,
3: please. I knock on the door, but after I throw the ridiculous teaspoon behind me, okay, no answer.
0: And as soon as you, as soon as that first wrap of your knuckles on the door, the door shifts about an inch. And it's at that point that you notice that the door wasn't actually closed, let alone locked.
3: I'm holding a reaction and slowly opening the door. Okay.
0: It's pitch black inside.
3: There's I'm no casting a in. light.
0: Okay. Yeah. What you see upon casting light is what you would imagine as a typical attic room. A, a typical attic space that has been transformed into a bedroom. There's a bed, there's a bedside unit, there's uh storage There is a window that allows for natural light to come in, but not a terrible amount because there is a a blackout uh, shade drawn over it right now. And the first thing that hits you is that smell of dust and stale wood. This is, although it is a, a room for the night porter, it's not pleasant to sleep in. You get the mm. sense that if a night porter is due to be working the following night when they finish their shift in the morning nine times out of ten they don't choose to sleep here they choose to go home however uh tony nick and rob go ahead and roll me individual investigation checks
3: okay i'm gonna use my passive of 20. 20. Okay. 30, 23 Passive of 23 20. 23 okay 17
0: 17 from Rob
2: They'll work I hear crickets in the background. I, I, yeah, I was looking, I
0: was looking, I was like, I thought I fucking disabled that in Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, let me go ahead and change that uh, real fucking quick.
2: Uh, <laughs> I rolled a dirty 20 and then added a plus 4 to it, because uh, investigation is intelligence-based, so 24.
0: 24, 23, and a 17. Okay. All within the same, the same bracket. So... With Nick casting light, the the room goes from being pitch black to as brightly lit as the rest of the hotel. It's very easy to see. There is a smattering of details that you all uh, begin to surveil and unfold without even stepping foot into the room itself. It's just standing in the doorway. First of all, the window's open. You can feel the breeze gently coming through, offering a very minute amount of ventilation into this dusty, musky room. Second of all, the bed is undisturbed. nobody slept in. Third of all, there are drag marks on the, the wooden plank floor. In conjunction with what looks to be like regularly paced footsteps. Now, with that, you can you can deduce that if the night porter did indeed, it did indeed bring me into this room, he had to drag my ass. Which means he dropped me at some point, uh, and then just proceeded <laughs> to drag me the rest of the way. <laughs> uh, but like I said, the bed's not been disturbed. It's still pretty much perfectly made. The window, though... Judging by the the temperature in the room and the fact that the blackout shade is still drawn down, the window's not been open for long. Now, if any of you step into the room and proceed to to roll up the shade and look out the window, it looks out onto the back of Cool Manor, onto the the rear, uh, the grass area that leads to the gardens. This long, Mm -hmm. sprawling, uh, almost like a miniature field that's got trees on either side of it and you notice that on the the outside edge of the the window frame is snagged threads and i'm going to ask who would be the first one to to go peering out of the window
1: i'm just standing defense with my spatula <laughs> mm.
3: I think I would have done it after I cast light.
1: Okay, so
0: as you peer out the window and you you survey the the back portion of Cool Manor, uh, you look down at the the gravel, uh, the gravelled area at the very borders of the building, and you see this long coiled up length of material, what looks to be some sort of makeshift repel rope. Uh, that somebody used in order to abseil out of the window. Rob, standing in the doorway, about 15 feet off to your left slightly, is a card in a familiar looking red artificial sleeve. Uh, dear. And that's when you realize that it's the same kind of cards that i was playing with or i was enjoying a few games of with you the night before so what's it doing up here
1: and there's definitely no one in there with a pitch black or there's
0: there's nobody in this room tony from where you're standing i'll let you deduce where that is i'll let you decide that amongst yourself um towards the far wall the very 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 western wall of cool manor there are two sets of clothes now both of them are uniform so they're obviously owned by someone who works here at cool manor and one of them is just a a simple black trousers white shirt with a red tie and a very plain almost Frayed at the edges, black waistcoat. The other looks to be a set of uh, chef's clothes. So this room's not this room's not always used by a night porter, although it is predominantly uh, retained for that. And one night. So, with all of your investigation rules, Nick, I'll say that one small detail, since you've got the highest, uh, that you're able to ping out, there is the very faintest, and I'm talking nearly completely gone, faintest trace of alcohol lingering in the air. Which means that either I've been here recently or somebody's been drinking within the last nine to twelve hours in this room
3: someone's been through here and i really hope they didn't go out the window but it looks like someone did
2: pull out see if there's any secret compartments or secret doors in this room
0: there is a loose plank to the left of the window sort of about five feet in front of this large uh full-sized wardrobe that as you step on it you almost have to catch yourself Tony because it gives way and bows in on the bottom right corner where you where the the toe of your foot uh puts its weight on as you, as you move the plank out of the way and you look into it, there is a stash of money and there is, a, there is a bundled up navy blue waistcoat that I'll say that you all recall that I was wearing the night before. Go
2: through the waistcoat and then if there's nothing in the waistcoat, I'll look through the money bag.
0: Uh, the waistcoat has just one pocket, and in it is just a, a simple money clip <laughs> with uh, a couple of rolled-up bills. Not a lot of money. Uh, the money bag uh, that's stashed underneath it, there's approximately three, 400 gold stashed inside it. But the Good. money ba- the money bag itself, there's traces of magic on it. Magic that feels prickly, harsh. Not—it's—it's very—it's uncomfortable.
3: How big is that window, mayhem? Uh, the
0: window itself is about eight foot wide by about six foot vertical.
3: So, and you said it was opened, right? Yeah. But just the shade was drawn. Yeah.
0: So there's there is more than ample room for someone to to fit through there. Maybe two people at a push.
3: I am. I believe I'm doing this. I'm opening the shade. I'm climbing out the window and I've got my wings out and I'm looking around for any obvious signs of a body or anything like that.
0: Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll me a perception check.
3: 26 beautiful
0: for the 26 there's no bodies there's no signs of anybody that's been lumped into a bush or anything like that there are one or two people wandering around the grass areas at the back of the manor just going for a morning stroll just stretching your legs having a bit of fresh air but no one that immediately springs to your recognition uh, maybe guests on my side of the family that you haven't yet become 100% acquainted with, maybe they're uh, friends or family of the bride, you're not entirely sure. It's a little too far to see. They're about 140, 150 feet away. However, at the beginning of that grass area, just where the gravel meets the, the green, you pick up on a set of drag marks that trail off down the length of the, the rear area. I'm
3: going to fly back in through the window. <clears throat> and as I land, I'm going to say to them, uh, I think someone may have taken him out the window and drug him off somewhere else.
1: Alright. Fucking. hmm. Mm. Fucking Christ, you fucking mutt at yeah. you. Fuck me, sideways, um. <laughs> All right, well, obviously, we're gonna fucking follow them. Ow. Tony, you want a lift in? Do I a want- got wings. <coughs> you want to lift in? <laughs> you want in a lift dune boy? Oh,
2: that's not what I thought you said, but sure, yeah. <laughs> right. I would like
1: a lift dune. <laughs> a, li- li- a, li- li- a lift dune. You want in to glide dune? Nick and me can glide your dune. I'll I'll we both got wings like pal, alright? Down. Just boy. Down, don't I? down wait, that sounds kind of wrong. That
0: does <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Nick. <doesn't> <laughs> Don't down BOG That's that's just disturbing no matter which way you spin it. Get to the backyard, do it, it Waff oh <laughs> <Wuff>, Wolf. <wuff. laughs> Can I just go ahead and say you're now past the halfway point?
1: Hey, but we got track, so we're fine now. Uh-huh, sure. Scoob- Scooby Doo found a lead. <laughs>
0: Good job, Scooby. <gasps>
3: I'm about to put Scooby back in his kennel. <laughs>
0: I'm about to
1: put Scooby to sleep. What he's talking about? So, we all hold each other's hands, and we all Nick and Rob open their wings and hold Tony like like a little infant that you see like my, my mommy and daddy's. I just glide Tony down through the window. <laughs> Tony, Tony how tall? Are you here? Yes. Yes. Tony, go on your knees for this bit. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, I I just want it
2: known, I just want it known that when we land, I want to make abundantly clear that I want to look to both of them and say we are not to ever speak of this.
0: (laughs) Perfect.
1: Perfect. Like a happy family. (laughs) Okay. So
3: as you just say on the way down out the window, Tony's like (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: wheeaks Jesus. Uh
1: somebody go ahead and roll a survival check for me. Hold on, before we do survival check, Nick, you missed out something ideal to say when you came back in the window. What's out there? What's what's out there? That's tracks. Oh my god.
2: Nat twenty.
0: Nat twenty. Perfect. So you're gonna you're gonna take point on the uh, following tracks. Fairly simple. They're they they're easy for you to, to spot. You're you're good at tracking uh, people. You're good at noticing uh, tracks in dirt, mud, grass, foliage. Um, so it's not a problem, considering the fact that this is just a wide open green, and as you all begin to to follow Tron- tony as he's tracking uh th- these drag marks you get about halfway down the green before you are approached by a young uh teenage lad uh about six foot tall athletically built short blonde hair um as he sort of crosses past he gives you a, a polite wave and looks to you rob and gives you a nod in, in recognition um before he he looks to all of you and says, uh, you guys haven't happened by any chance to see my brother, have you?
1: Uh, what I do is I'm just pointing with the track, well, pointing at Tony that's following the tracks is, got a lead. We got our dog on it. Don't. Wait, wait, wait. wait. For the love of.
0: Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean you got a lead on it like
1: wait shit is he missing right do not tell your mother and until like another i don't know 90 minutes and then we're gonna report it as missing but like seriously we've is he, like is he, is he actually missing shan i hadn't seen him he wasn't there for the breakfast you know, we were getting pretty fucking hammered. Well, apparently, he's one of the These Well, sorry, one of the night porters. We basically got drugged with the alcohol, but we'll bit, well, Reese got drugged a bit more with the alcohol, spike, whatever. And then got taken up to one of the night porters. Let us follow this track. Give us 90 minutes. If we don't get back to you within. We'll need 90 minutes here. You know what? Just give us two hours. You see. The, give two hours before you alert them. You see, the young
0: lad just sort of waves you off and goes, <laughs> That's uh, funny as hell. Uh, oh, well, good luck finding them. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll keep it quiet. Don't worry. And he just proceeds to walk off. kneebar boy. kneebar kneebar So. Right enough. As you continue to follow the, the tracks down to the rest of the green, I'm going to take you over to the next image that I've got prepared for you. The tracks lead into the garden area of cool Manor, a sprawling lavish display of trees ponds uh there is a sort of like a spectators like gazebo sort of uh somewhere i'm looking for seating area set up and it's genuinely a lovely sight to behold the the flowers are all different colors of every perceivable part of the spectrum uh, there's multiple bird feeders and water fountains and as you guys make your way through the the single uh, width iron gate into the main area you notice a little manner of wildlife and creatures rolling around, you see squirrels, you see birds you see that sat in the... Uh, I gotta say this What the dog doing? <laughs> what that dog doing? <laughs> uh, and before any of you... That's
1: amazing! Ask,
0: as And before any of you motherfuckers ask, yes, you can pet that dog. Uh, Sweet. You you catch sight of this very short, very elderly-looking halfling male uh, dressed in an attire of uh, thick green shorts with a belt of multiple tools... Uh, little digging uh, trowels. There's a couple of forks. There's a little couple of pouches, uh, just strapped to his waist as he is tending to some of the flower beds.
3: Um, so yeah, oh, it was great. The gardener's a leprechaun.
1: <laughs> Time of the morning, to you. <laughs> Hey What are we, folks?
0: the morning to you, there, laddie. Hey, top of the morning to you, everybody. How's it going there, like?
1: Ah, not too bad there, Jiminy Cruz. Not too bad. Uh, have you seen Mr. Reese, the fucking bastard, that fucking went missing? Fucking one too many Guinness and he fucked off.
0: Listen here, pal. You guys are gonna piss piss out of my accent. I'll fucking do your head in. There's plenty of room in here to dig a grave. I'll find a no use for you.
1: Grand languages. I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> I what do. i was saying there dear tony was like we were like doing an irish accent but mixing it with a few scottish phrases and like you know like mm. actually just like okay. damn i, I,
0: it? Where? I I'm, I'm i'm starting to get some residual pain from tony's headache right now
3: <laughs> <laughs> i also cast copperham languages uh-huh.
1: <laughs> like, until tony <laughs> like what <am> I wrong? <laughs> Until, like, Tony speaks in our dialect just for, like, a few minutes, I will continue to do an appalling accent. Don't you always do an appalling accent, though? Well, yeah, that's not the point. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me a
0: cast pass wall under you, Rob. You all have control of your tokens. You're free to roam around the gardens and sort of do a little and continue your investigation. yes, I am fully aware that the tokens are not to proper scale. I don't like roll 20 these days. It's pissing me off. (laughs) Doggy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, rainbow dog.
0: Yeah. uh, As you as you approach the the seating area, you see that uh, two fluffy little two furry little companions are indeed. Curled up, relaxing, just enjoying the early morning sun, there is a ragdoll cat that seems to glisten and sparkle with almost like a, a night sky starry effect, and a dog that is almost like a, an acid trip put into animalistic form. The, in place of fur, you see very much akin to changelings. Uh, how their their skin swirls and sparkles with a, an astral silver effect this dog uh this dog's fur instead of it being uh all one static color it's this weird uh geometric completely chaotic pattern of blues grays oranges yellows pinks and purples but the dog just sort of Looks up at you and then rolls onto its side, exposing its belly, almost as though it's like, "Well, you know what to do."
3: I'm gonna say this, and I'm hoping you get the reference. So I'm guessing this is not a black dog. No. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but hey,
3: who's your good boy? Nick, Rob,
0: the the gardener notices that uh, all of you like approaching the the cat and the dog, and he's like. Oh there, good morning there, lads. How's it going there? You having a fine more morning yourselves?
1: Actually, no. It's not going too well today, pal. Just it's a wee bit. I don't know. It's been a bit of a dull morning. I'm yeah. casting comprehend languages, and I'm. <laughs> it's been a. It's a it's, you know, actually, you know what? I'm gonna speak in that tongue, oh, no. and the DM is going to translate if you're successful on a roll.
0: No, Mm-mm. I'm not translating. No It's hard enough being a DM for you motherfuckers, I'm not going to be your translators as well.
3: Nah, I'm command on Rob and forcing him to speak English. English <laughs> motherfuckers. I fucking
1: am, pal, you fucking racist a Scottish bastard.
3: <gasps> or I could just I cast enlarge know- and reduce and make no. him a tiny speck.
1: I know it's no. It's been a quite a. spin fair do on morning. Uh, all the our fucking. One of my good mates, Sly. Like, off oh, well, he's actually you know meant to meant to be getting married the day like, and he turns out he's gone a bit. I don't want to fucking say it, but I think he's been a wee bit kidnapped, like.
0: Oh, like ah, yeah, so you here for that shindig that's having a house there? Right? Yeah, it's a final racket I heard early this morning. I'll tell you that now, mate. There was a. Yeah, wee-
1: the fucking racket. Fair gr- Fe- boots.
0: Fair boots. Hey, what a racket it's coming from some of the rooms, I'll tell you that now. I don't know how long people were up last night, but nah, I imagine... Well, we, we,
1: followed a fucking, we followed a particular bell end, and it turned out, like, we do believe fucking kidnap. Like, the window up the attic was smashed, and we felled the fucking uh, claw tracks, or some sort of tracks, and it led us to here. Now, could you be... Could you give us any more details or speculation of what you may or may not have heard or witnessed, because, to be honest... His missus. I've never seen her rage, and I'd rather no get in a fucking bad mood if you catch my drift, so could you maybe, like... Any. I mean, any just the tiny wee shittiest bit of info would go a long way, pal. So, like, if you could, like, you know, just...
0: Go ahead and roll a persuasion check for me.
1: But I'm speaking of the native dialect, surely that should give me a fucking bonus? No. absolutely not. Legend. i at the way away <laughs> with yourself. Tuck it the wheel
3: yourself. Legend speaks of this woman's wrath, and I'd rather not re-experience that. Okay, picked up some. Fucking
0: don't I know it, man? Don't I know it? 23?
3: <laughs> Twenty-three,
0: beautiful. So, gardener stands up, tucks his tools into their pouch, <coughs> and he goes, I "Say, I tell you everybody, it's uh, it's funny you're talking about the uh, drag marks there. There's a couple of drag marks. I came, I started my shift this morning, and there was a couple of." What looks to be grooves dug into my grass. Fucking pissed off I was about it too. You know, I'd maintain, I've been these grounds for nearly 40 years and I take pride in the way that it looks. Now I'm not gonna go ahead and cast any blame here but... I don't know whether it was one of you fuckers that was staying up at that hotel that came dragging your feet around my grass this morning. So I don't know. I mean I've just gotten done cleaning up the rest of them. They were down here at the, at the bottom of the garden. And, uh, well, as you can see, and you can see points down towards uh, the south end of the garden area, and he says, oh, you can see there, but, you know, the garden leads into the woodlands there, and, you know, i managed to have declared about 80 feet worth of track before you I not too long ago.
1: Ah, oh, mother of Christ, like, Paul, that's, that's, no, it wouldn't have been one of us, but because we were just, like, yeah, you know, well, all well, the friends of the fucking, the groom-to-be.
0: Aye, well you're, saying, as I that, said,
1: you're saying that your boy's been kidnapped? Ah, oh, that's a crying shame. Who'd kidnap a
0: groom on his wedding day? Some fucking poor fucking adopted Bill oh. in for all here. I care. I'll Just... tell you what though. <laughs> I wonder if it's got anything to do with the witch? The witch?
1: Aye, No heard about the
0: local witch.
1: You're on about the one that had links tied to the like, Clutey Well? Ah no no no, the
0: well Well's a dangerous place boy, anybody that dares to disturb the witch of the Clutey Well may be digging your own grave there boy, no no no.
1: Unless, uh, they're no link to Fairy Glen are they? What
0: are you talking about? Fairy Glen's nothing but an urban myth. You, ne- you never heard of the fucking Fairy Glen, fucking witches? Uh, listen, but like I said, the Fanny Glens nothing more than an urban legend. Nothing to be seen, nothing but f- child stories, nothing like campfire stories. So, tell me, tell me where, tell me fail
1: Jesus Christ, it's so hard. try that again there. <laughs> No, it's like honestly, like it's like to be able to fucking speak in fucking like, different regions is so fucking fun. <laughs> but my god, like just seeing like Nicks and like totally silence, and I like, see Nicks a, a, a occasional raised eyebrow. It's just like, yeah, no, like, they're either getting it or I don't know. I'm trying my best to comprehend. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Told you gotta get a good roll? <laughs> <So,
2: laughs> I don't think Comprehend Language can comp- comprehend what just happened.
3: No, I think just them speaking in general is like counterspell for Comprehend Language.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. Let's 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 go up a little notch, Mr. Mayhem, just for now, a few sentences. If I go if I go up a notch, I'm going to risk waking up the actual bride. While-
2: I was literally watching TikTok, listening oh. to him do all that that he just did, and I was hearing TikTok in a Scottish accent. That's how bad it got.
0: <laughs>
1: hey, you bit...
3: Scottish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know whether to no, be well... insulted or impressed, Tony. <clears throat> <clears throat> when I meant up a notch, I more meant, I right, right enough, right." Well, have you fucking got any more fucking info on them? Like, because I could fucking fucking do a fucking find the wee fucking shaking bastard because he's me. He needs to, and you know, like, if he's nowhere there, give
2: the leprechaun the bag of gold and ask him where
1: the fuck you're at. See, okay,
0: you uh, you want to hand the gardener the fucking money bag that you found?
1: It's not mine. <laughs> so I okay. fucking grab the money bag.
0: Fucking Tony, show Tony gives the fucking money bag to the just gardener. Just tell me
1: where Can it's I? At? Can I? Can I just so him really up. quickly? Before... <laughs> no, as 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 I see, as Rob sees Tony doing that. I just want to go, that's our priest, you end and grab the pack. <laughs> I want to rob, and I grab his shoulders, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Pre, drinking you fucking, have you not? How many fucking years have you known us for now, you wee fucking shiting bastard? I squeeze I'll tell you cheeks fucking, together.
0: <laughs> tell me what you mean, you the shiting bastard the gardener snatches the money back quick as the flash from tony's hands and says i tell you what there boy that's mighty generous for you that'll get me a fair few drinks at the bar tonight once i'm done my ship thank you very much for your generosity Now, like i said to your wee pal here uh i've just gotten done cleaning up the rest of the groove marks that were left down at the bottom of the garden leads into the woodlands if your friend's been kidnapped boy i tell you what, there's a decent chance that he's down there now, like I said, the wee witch of the fucking village, and i tell you what, she's a sour old bag, she's a fucking bitch and all. She doesn't like happiness, she doesn't like love, she's very jealous of weddings, and weddings and brides and grooms, and they're all they're her prime targets especially grooms that are dumb enough to drink themselves into an early bed the night before their wedding day. I mean, come on boy, you meaning to tell me that you let your pal drink himself blind and not let him get back to his fucking room in safety. What kind of a pal are you? I'll tell you what kind of pal you are, you're the one that would do the exact same thing and pass out in a chair in the bar, aren't you? I can tell you already, that's exactly what you did. Tell you what, pal?
1: If I ever come across a rapier or a scythe,
2: Mayhem, do I have a bag of gold? Not anymore. You don't. <laughs> do I have a bag of gold that belonged to me?
0: Sure. You know what? The, you know even the even better thing is, your bag of gold contains your current right to this second bank balance.
2: Cool. I want to use my bank balance to go home. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How tall is this character, uh, Mayhem? It's about three foot fucking high, if that. told you three a fruit, uh, high, three foot! Okay, okay, here's here's what's gonna happen. One hour, ten Can minutes. This is what's gonna fucking happen. You fucking talk to me like that again? You yeah, wee shitein' bastard. Strength roll. For a 6. That's a nat 1, that's a critical fail.
3: Oh, for God's <laughs> sake, uh,
0: Okay, tell me what you're doing.
2: Pats him on the head, what do you think he does? <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: What are
1: you doing, Rob? Can I use... Uh, because I don't have any weapons and we're not in combat, can I uh, use action search to go again for a potential no. roll at that? <laughs> no. As soon as
0: you raise a hand in order to do something, I wasn't gonna raise a hand. What were you gonna do then?
1: I was a team rocket, the the little guy. Team rocket, kick
0: kick him into the fucking stratosphere. Off again, really? You kick him into
1: the stratosphere? (laughs) No, 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 I'm joking. So I was gonna. Take out my trusty spatula, and I was gonna fucking threaten and whack what him. What are him. you gonna do, cook
0: him a dinner? But well, I tell you what, I tell you spank what, spank his ass,
1: cause it. Fucking red raw, even
0: shut up. I tell, I tell you what, you take out the spatula, and as soon as you do, you, you coming from the dog as he sees you take it out, and anticipates that you're about to do what you just said you were gonna do. I wasn't gonna. Not I wasn't gonna. It's at this point, the, the cat, the cat looks at you and goes. I wasn't
1: gonna hit him. Well, he just, just do shit.
3: Let the animals do it. Wow. <laughs> Get him, kitty.
1: <laughs> you know what? You know what? To hell were you going to I came looking for my friend because we both got fucking tricked and he got fucking kidnapped I thought you one of you workers would actually be somewhat fucking respectable here and you know what you fucking lost it you know what you know what I fucking expect of you I hope when you go home tonight Snow White kicks your ass
2: so I, I want to tap Nick on the shoulder and just whisper in his ear, I want to go ahead. You can stay here if you want. Bye.
3: No, I've already mentally checked out at this point. I'm I already way ahead of you.
1: I don't know what man's laughing at at this point. Is what I said? That I quoted that that very line, or is it something different? You're laughing at fucking <laughs> it. <laughs> me,
3: me, and the dog Tony are gonna continue on following the drag works. Okay.
1: But I, I, I will translate this little bit of information. It's, it's a joke from the great Billy Connolly, a great Scottish comedian here. Oh, Aw, Jesus. <laughs> so, this this person, this gardener, was three feet, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, when he goes home. I thoroughly hope Snow White kicks his ass. Uh huh.
2: That was it,
1: that was it. I don't wanna be there for this.
2: Let's
1: go Dopey. Right. No, I'm saying that as I'm fucking off, like I'm going into the maze as I'm sort of saying that. Like, I'm like, fuck you, fuck you, no, fuck you, no, fuck you. You see that campfire over there?
0: okay he's you, trying
1: to regret giving us yeah, permission to as ourselves yeah, now. Yeah, yeah just a little yeah.
0: fucking bit especially the golden
1: you. spatula strikes again
2: <laughs> i'm gonna golden, go to the maze right. and just use the map to figure out how to get yep. through the maze thanks yeah that
0: yeah that works yep so with tony's guidance <laughs> through the maze it takes you a matter of minutes to get out through the other side as you exit through the southern part of the maze the acts more as like it's more of a display it's not like a it's not a typical maze it's just display of wall climbing uh fully sorry i've got the hiccups now worst fucking time to have the hiccups is during DD
3: beautifully uh, trimmed hedges
0: yeah trimmed hedges wall climbing roses ivies other uh plant life um it's it's a decorative feature of the the grounds of cool Manor, and as you exit the other side you actually come into the woodlands that acts as the land boundary for the estate so you're now off the grounds of cool Manor. now tony you're uh you're not 20 and tracking now uh, you're not 20 on survival is still up so you're easily following what is now drag marks as well as abnormally abnormally large footprints with very distinctively non-human strides. So distance between each one. And you follow them for a good five, ten minutes before the woodlands opens up into a clearing. And you are faced with this. I am very glad to say that this is the final map of the evening.
3: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so we gotta fight the handsome man now. <laughs> so, as you all no, we're
2: fighting the MTG card that's at the top of the
0: map. Yeah, <laughs> you're fighting. Oh, no. uh, you're fighting many partings. So, uh, Tony, I need you to search your memories. Find a a location that is dear to you. Tell us about it. And uh, then you can have a snack.
3: Wait a minute. We're fighting the Willow Dusk Essence here?
0: (laughs) You're fighting farewell? Oh, that. Uh Uh-huh. So, to set the scene for the the listeners, uh, it is now one hour and four minutes until i tip te- i technically have to begin my duties as uh as the groom and start welcoming guests being in public view and getting ready for uh, basically i have to be ready in an hour and these motherfuckers have only <laughs> just managed to uh to stumble across a location that is this wide open clearing that has this uh these four concrete paths all converge on a circular location with this large uh series of four stonework arches that are intertwined in such a way that creates this uh interconnected circular swirling uh structure and all three of you with uh your passive perceptions and you know not being too terribly far away from it look along the path that you're standing on and find me unconscious, slumped, face fl- face down on the on the on the stonework, and this tall seven and a half foot gangly long limbed hag looming over my uncon my unconscious body.
3: I immediately pull out a leather bound book and do you Hag take this. <laughs> oh my god. Listen, you do not
0: have the authority to marry anyone. I'm an Mayhem. ASMR.
1: Okay. Yes I do. Mayhem. Rob. I apologize. Oh no. I aim my spatula. Oh <laughs> at no. The Make an attack uh, And with... I have and I'm not attacking. I then have the vase. In the in the left hand, and I'm holding them. And I'm sorry for tweaking this phrase ever so slightly. Ho, we're on the day shift. What are you doing with our pal? What phrase? Did a... you, what phrase did you just tweak? Ho, I'm on the night shift. But ho, I'm on the day shift. You know that meme with like the one that so you got like the sort of like the the nightclubs and above there you had sort of like uh, hotel rooms or BNBs and you get one guy peering out the window going "Oh, I'm on the night shift," and we ah oh, <laughs> right okay
0: yeah right. okay got you now uh-huh. yeah 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 that was so, very, very, a very little... very that's a very
1: niche <laughs> reference for you to use there Rob I don't know I don't know I'm sorry <laughs> you didn't actually get it so it's a small one but don't worry it's no bank machine uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate you for know that. This is just like doing every fucking meme and fucking quote. Got yeah,
0: started. yeah.
1: I confuse the fuck out of Tony editorial. Nick,
0: I mean that's that's fine with me. We can confuse the Americans, and that's fine.
1: They they'll probably they'll probably do something similar to us in the future. Oh, no, let, let me do it correctly. So apart from the hole, I'll take the spatula on the right hand, I'll aim it at that fucking witch hag, whatever. I'll have the I'll have the, the vase on the left hand prepping to, to throw. And I'll just go, back off you spooky bitch! As you as you
0: shout with your utensils raised, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and ask you all to roll initiative. Cause that's just fucking ridiculous. You know,
3: what's What's funny is you made it out to where Rob has no weapons whatsoever.
1: <laughs> I, my spatula, my vase. Well, you threw away my teaspoons. I'm a big spoon. I've got my ladle.
0: Right. So Nick rolled a twenty-one on his initiative.
1: Oh. Uh. my get... dice spirit to
0: Let's get the hug. She got a plus 4 on initiative 17 11 for rob and tony what about you All right, Tony, what did you roll for your initiative? Six. Oh, oh, that's painful. Ouchie. Yeah, ouchie. Okay, so in a rather surprising turn of events, we've got the initiative as Nick, the Hag, Rob, and then Tony. So, Nick, you're up. See
3: how quick, I'm gonna see how far.
0: Crap. Oh yeah, I need to restart that timer.
2: It's okay. The hag's only a 1-1. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking asshole.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you're a 0-2 for all you know. <laughs> uh how
3: far am I? Okay. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to use telekinesis. I'm going to use telekinesis on Mayhem's unconscious body and move him 30 feet away from the hag, so towards me. Okay. So that would put, uh, that would put me right there with me. Right there
0: with you. Cool.
3: Yep. Now that that's done, <clears throat> I'm burning a charge and ring of mage burst. To cast fireball on this bitch.
0: Oh, shit.
3: That's the dexterity saving throw, right? Mm, d- 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 yes, it is. Uh, that
0: is. What's her dex modifier? Her dexterity saving throw is a plus four, so that's a 22. Uh,
3: oh, yeah, she'll pass. I guess she'll take half.
0: Damn. So she'll take 23. 23 points
3: of fire damage. <clears throat> Beautiful. And um, that's gonna be it for me.
0: (laughs) So as you hurl a fireball in the hag's direction after moving my body 30 feet out of the way, you watch as the the fireball erupts and the flames uh, spread over her and you hear a shriek of pain uh, before the flames dissipate and you see this smoldering uh wisps of smoke coming off of her her raggedy clothes before she looks to you and cackles (laughs) very well have it your way and she is going to cast if i can find the fucking spell uh do i have oh no i need to move for that okay or do i measure i only need to move five feet beautiful okay so she takes a couple steps forward like before she sends a fourth level blight your way i need you to make a constitution saving throw
3: and because it's a spell i have advantage yeah total of 24.
0: Okay, you pass, so you'll take half. Uh, So you're going to take 25 points of uh, necrotic damage. Oh, I have resistance. Okay, so you're going to take 12. So you're taking a quarter, you lucky motherfucker.
3: And that dipped into the uh, temporary fifteen that I had that from my character sheet. My character oh my god,
0: <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's do it. Uh, Nick, as you as you wash away the the sickening feeling of the blight spell, you you look back in her direction. You see her form be- begin to twist and contort uh she drops uh onto her hands and knees and you see three tails begin to sprout out of her back as
3: oh that's not what i wanted dodo that's because she disappears from existence that's great why did it
0: put me on the map where gm layer dumbass that's what i wanted
3: uh there look. we go so look concerned. guys i killed her
0: <laughs> uh as she begins to take the form of that's not what i wanted Roll. <laughs> there we go as she wild shapes into a displacer beast so that's her action and her bonus action. Uh Rob, you're up with Tony on deck.
3: She's disappeared from the
0: turn order too, by the way. Uh yeah, it's fine, it's because I'm using the, the displacer beast uh token for her, but I've got her saved in the the
1: turn order on my end. Alright. You said just to confirm we don't have our standard weapons, we don't have any staff, so I need to know. how are you the gonna stats. fight this fucker? No. Because I've been doing a quick skim just now and apparently now ambidence oh, no, really. to me, no one's done any stats for a spatula or a lead off.
0: Are you taking the piss? Uh, <laughs> you taking the piss.
1: And I also need to No, okay, just I just like... <clears throat> what power would you give the spatula like,
0: uh, one D twenty plus your strength modifier for your attack roll, and we'll go ahead and say. Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on. So, would would the spatula not be classed as a deck because it's a deck, no. deck so it's a bit nimble? No, Bagger, no. it's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. <laughs> so, spatula,
0: one D Fucking D- D- deck weapon, you muppet.
1: <laughs> I just thought I'd try and cheat the system a little bit. not cheat. No, that's fine. That actually uh-huh. works pretty well anyway. Plus, strength modifier, and that, because my feet, so that works well.
0: Okay, so. So, for the damage roll, I'll say go ahead and do 1d6 plus 4.
3: Ay, ay, ay. Okay, actually, so.
0: You're actually going to attack a displacer beast with a fucking spatula.
1: Good luck, mate. That's going to be hilarious when I write your eulogy. Well, so. Uh. How far am I away from this thing right now?
3: Too far for a spatula, I can tell you that right now. 45 feet...
1: Oh no, that's why I got the vase in my left hand. So... Let's just move to about here. And then... What would the stats for a vase be, Mr. Mayhem, if it was Uh, thrown? If it was
0: thrown? <laughs> uh, Jesus, you could throw it. I'll say if you throw it th- further than 30 feet, you're throwing with disadvantage. So let's go. Work. Well, let's use the
1: full of my movement then. So Let's go. Then
0: go let's go 1d20 plus your strength modifier for the attack roll. And if it hits, uh, 1d6 6 plus 6.
1: So oh, I Come I, I with... use my left hand and I throw the vase at the displacer beast. Uh huh. Go ahead and roll. Now because of mercy, I can actually mix my bonuses to that potential strength roll. So, uh huh. I cannot believe I'm fucking doing this. Um.
3: I can't either. You're gonna make him
1: pancake? Well, no, because I'm throwing the vase, the glass vase. So um. Here's the attack. <laughs> 25. Jesus Christ. As Rob throws it, he screams, so, Roses or daisies? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's the next turn is going to get interesting. So then, I will, just, I will just roll the damage there. 1d6 plus 6, you see? Yeah, 1d6 plus 6.
3: For 12? <laughs> oh, for goodness you sake. You
0: rolled max damage. You...
3: Oh okay. so, so that's a crit <laughs> Max damage for a vase. Uh, okay. Now here's the here's the here's the thing, Rob.
0: As that vase bounces off of the displacer beast and hits the concrete, it breaks.
1: Good! Okay. Because I can get close and personal. <laughs> oh my god. You said to act as ourselves, so.
0: Uh what was that? That was Twelve points of damage.
1: Yeah. Okay. Got gotcha. it. And then I. And then before and. Oh. Oh. Oh no.
0: Oh
1: no. I could use my shadow form. <laughs> um, but they'd also be armed with a spatula. <laughs> no.
0: No. 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 Yeah,
1: Fuck, well, that's not fun then! That's
0: not fun okay, hold then! hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's your fucking... spatula-wielding fucking...
1: And then, I'm gonna... Yeah, I'm gonna... I'm... I'm gonna say she's down here. That's cool, and then I'm gonna hold a reaction. Cool.
0: Uh, Tony, you're up with Nick on deck. Okay. This is, where he just, this is where he just wipes out the Displacer Beast and puts her back into hack form.
2: Do I want to do that, or do I want to wait?
3: <clears throat> I don't know, I kind of want to see how much damage Rob can do with a spatula.
1: <laughs> Go on, let me have it! Go on, one attack with it! That's it's the only time I'll beg.
0: Really? The only time you'll beg? I'll remember that.
1: Well... With Tony and Nick's big PP energy with half their attacks, it's nice to, you know, go back to basics. (laughs) Mm.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Brain cells not work in this one. (laughs) Mm.
0: Brain cells non existent in that one.
2: Let's do.
3: I think this is kind of like Spaceballs, use the forks Rob, use the forks
0: <laughs> Pretty fucking much
1: And if I if, if I like completely fuck up here guys Um, I've got two days Of abuse from him if I fuck up
3: You're about to smack it with a spatula, (laughs) okay?
2: Just
1: wash me me roll, Max.
2: I am going to cast Hex as a bonus action for uh, no spell slots required because of my uh, features. And I will cast two so three four uh we're just going to cast chromatic orb at third level
0: okay any saving throws or anything from me
2: <clears throat> no i make a, a range spell attack cool <laughs> Uh Let's see... 28 to hit. Hits? So twenty-five cold damage, plus oh. with the he- with the hex, uh, it's an additional one d six, twenty-five plus six cold damage.
0: So thirty-one. Yeah.
3: <laughs> cool. Oh, and.
2: That was my action. Bonus action. Mm. Actually, no, I'm going to add 2D4 to it because I'm going to use my favorite by the gods. Okay. uh add an extra six to that cool okay. that one that one's radiant damage
0: okay
2: um that's all i'm gonna do this turn because i want to save the big stuff when she's the hag form
0: okay cool
2: nick you're up <clears throat>
3: All right, because we're going to be saving it, I'm going to, um, where is it at? has so many freaking features and traits. It's unbelievable. Um, da, 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 da. I'm going to activate my Celestial Radi... English. Celestial Revelation. Okay. I'm going to use my Radiant Consumption. So while transformed, I shed bright light in a 10-foot radius and dim light for an additional 10. On each of my turns, I can deal an extra four Radiant damage to one target when I deal damage to an attack or spell. Nice. At the end of each of my turns, each creature within 10 feet of me takes four Radiant damage. Oh. Uh, let's see... And... Do I want to do attack with that one, or do I want to attack with something else? I still have a good bit of charges left on my staff. Um, Fucking, I'm just doing an Eldritch Blast at her.
4: Okay.
3: I'm gonna roll to see if I hit. Sixteen. Hits. Does how many beams do I get now? beams okay so I I like, cast two beams at her okay so first one hits I'm gonna roll for the second one 26 hits obviously all right so I'll roll the first damage for the first one that's five damage for the second one is 10 so 15 beautiful Okay. Anything else? I'm going to hold a reaction. And that's all I'm going to do for now. Okay. Up is the hag. So, uh,
0: she's going to close the distance and make a multi-attack. So, she's going to make two tentacle attacks at Nick and one against Rob. So, what is... Okay. Got that. Rob, that's a dirty 20 to hit you.
1: Nope. Dirty 20? Dirty 20 will not hit me. Damn, okay. <laughs> uh, Nick, Remember all a... my... Wait, hold on, hold on. Because you said, it was basically, we're copying for this session, we're copying our character sheets onto this one. We're still ourselves, but as our character sheets, just without the weapons. Yeah. Gear we still have I'm still hearing gear being used so that's like a lot of my gear and achievements were for my AC okay Uh, armor as a Lara. so AC boosts are all there yeah right. then that then yeah dirty dirty, dirty 20 definitely doesn't get me Nick 23
0: to hit you for the first
1: one no that one will
0: hit and a 21 on the other one yeah
3: they'll both hit okay yeah reaction hellish rebuke I'll let you do your thing first
0: Uh, damage roll for the tentacles, eels. Oh, it's not that bad, actually. You guys ain't got nothing to be scared of. (laughs) You guys are fine. Uh, that is... 17 points of... Uh, piercing damage to... No, sorry, 17 points of bludgeoning damage. And... 2 points of piercing damage to you, net.
3: So, 19 total? Yes. Alright. And for Hellish Rebukes, she needs to make a deck save. Deck save. That is a 15. That fails. She'll so take full. 37 fire damage.
0: Holy shit. Okay.
3: Yeah, Hellish Rebukes at level... What is it now? fifth
0: level now cool Uh, you hit her with hellish rebuke and she drops out of wild shape (laughs) She, she drops out of wild shape back into her her hag form
3: uh, now we, now we got to see if Rob spanks her with a spatula. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay.
3: Uh, no.
0: Let me check this. No, it doesn't say anything. Yep, doesn't say anything about it. So that is the end of her turn. Rob, you're up with Tony on deck.
3: Okay, as Rob's taking his turn, I'm going to sit there and kind of just think to myself for a second and be like, you know, Rob, maybe she just wanted to get married. How are you feeling
0: 37 minutes left on the countdown?
1: I mean, no, hold on, hold on. You say there's minutes on the counter. However, reigns of combat how many a full <laughs> turn <laughs> order of combat how long is that Eh? Uh, in the uh, game time there
0: six, seconds, start, but six seconds six seconds but all I'm, right I'm in hearing... that
1: case slow down your timer
0: no <laughs> we're
1: on the trying, fucking Feywild here trying, uh,
0: to, trying to create an element of uh da- like
1: you know oh stop fucking speaking so we can fucking attack then fucking kill <laughs> kill her then <laughs> so, what's my shadow armed with? Since it won't obviously have the rapier, uh, <laughs> spatula. You beautiful motherfucker. Okay, shadow does spatula attacks first from the uh, from this way. So, we'll do the spatula attack. Let me just do that because I have to put my my prop bonuses there too. So, okay, does a twenty nine hit? Yep. So, the Shadow Spatula attack, let me just do that, so it's 1d6 plus 6. For 10. 10? Nice. And and now... Rob will go. So. Well, the real Rob I'm gonna will go. Do... <laughs> Bad witch.
0: Bad witch. The hell? What?
1: So, I'm gonna what? do two Spatula attacks here, because I can do two attacks as... As, as for the fighter's sort of feet, so I'll, I'll do both attacks first. So a twenty-six and a twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. I know they both hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
3: how many omelets do you make?
1: <laughs> for nine and seven points of damage, so and then 16. just to be a complete bastard, I'm going to use action surge to do another two spatula attacks on this bitch. Okay, so. One, so, both of Well, actually, mm, mm, those attacks 14 and a 30! 14 and a nat 20. So, the
0: 14 misses, not 20 hits, obviously. That's fine. So, let's do that. Batila attack go.
3: <laughs> double For your 11 points of strength. damage?
0: No, you double the damage on the dice. So, it would be 16.
1: Mm-hmm. Damn, Rob. So, now I'm not exactly done yet. How
0: many more attacks can you
3: do? How many times are you going to spank her? <laughs> she been that knocky. Okay.
1: I'm going to hold a reaction. And then I'm going to... Then the attack. That. <clears throat> you know what? I'm not even going to... bother to move. I'm going to enter in there, but I'm holding the reaction. Okay. Tony, you're up with Nick on deck.
2: Alright, just because I need to get this session done and over with, I'm about to kill her now. Anyway, uh, so I'm going to move up. Uh, Rob, I hate to tell you this, but your shadow is probably going to die from this blast. It's only got (laughs) one hit point, it's
1: fine. It depends, though, on what the attack is, because my shadow has its normal armor class, plus my proficiency bonus, so it depends on the attack. Like, what number?
2: I'm going to relay this to you, Amber Mayhem, so that you know exactly what's about to happen. I'm going to use my action to cast Prismatic Spray from the the staff mm-hmm. for our 7th uh, level spell.
1: Hang on, and you don't have your staff, though.
2: My staff is summonable.
1: We don't have our Mayhem, so we don't have our normal weapons. I don't have my rapier or my scythe, Meldir hasn't had his staff no i have my stuff
2: yeah like i'm because it's my uh warlock uh pact weapon i can summon it i don't don't need to have it use my
1: warhammer if i know okay cool
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh use seventh level prismatic spray as my action Mm -hmm. i'm going to use one of my meta, mag- uh, meta magic adept uh, sorcery points to use the action surge feature that I have. To then ca- then I'm going to use uh, another point from the meta magic to be able to uh, cast an action spell as a bonus action, and then use four charges on my normal. Um, Uh, sorcery points to recharge my staff so I'm then going to with the action surge in place plus uh, turning an action spell into a bonus action as my bonus action I'm going to cast prismatic spray again And then use my action to cast. Where's it at? Just had it, and then my, and that. Hello. You there?
0: Here you are. Hello? Yeah. yeah you, Can you hear me? You broke up a tiny bit there. Oh, okay.
2: So, sorry about that. Let no, me no, let good. me repeat myself. Cool. let me repeat myself then. Normal action prismatic spray. Yep. Use one sorcery point to gain the action surge feature.
0: Yep. For four to recharge your
2: staff. For to recharge my staff. I have one charge remaining. I'm using that one charge for quicken spell to turn an action spell into a bonus action spell. So with that in mind, I'm going to cast for this, the second action surge for my bone bonus action, a secondary prismatic spray and use my action to cast chromatic orb at third level using up my last third level spell slot.
0: Jesus. Okay, so you're going to have a whole load of shit to roll there.
2: Yeah, I'm 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 trying to get this session done so that I can go and do dinner and all that other stuff. So, Uh, roll a D eight to determine the effect. Uh, Okay, so that. Okay, so that is green, so it would normally be poison, but I'm changing it to cold. So that's 10d6 cold damage.
0: Oh my god. Do it
2: again. Do it again.
0: 30d6 cold.
2: Uh, what doesn't, what does that do again? Uh, eight. Eight do special the target is struck by two rays roll twice more re-rolling any eight so i gotta re-roll twice more i gotta re-roll one of those
0: see ladies and gentlemen it's funny because i'm gonna have to find a way to make this like not as effective for tony when we come back to duckies and Dardons.
2: Want one and one <laughs> so what is one one Red.
0: is nothing
2: Red is fire damage, so I'm going to change both of those fire damages to cold damage. So it's going to be 30d6 cold damage. Right. Then chromatic orb at... I'll do chromatic orb here in a second because I'm going to do 30d6 first. Uh, that's 111 damage from the 30d6 oh, oh plus uh, the chromatic orb which is going to be 5d8 so 111 plus 23 cold damage and then a d6 for hex uh, so add 4 so 111 plus 23 plus
0: 4 oh my god God. Are we done yet? Uh <laughs> no, but if you if you need to go, then I can explain your I can explain your absence. Don't worry about it, bud.
2: Wait, she's not dead?
0: No, she has got 12 hit points.
3: <laughs> okay,
2: you know what? <laughs> Fucking fun. Here. Hold up. I want to find something else to kill her with.
0: She's got
3: 12 Jesus. hit points. Tony, I could wipe her out my
0: turn.
1: <laughs> if you need to go, bud, you've got two other party members. <laughs> And you wonder why we go more into role play a lot more because that's what no, we tend just, to specialize it, no, it's, in. It's
0: just because <clears> I'm terrible <throat> at balancing combat. That's all.
2: Thank Whatever. All right. Tony, <laughs> if you I'll need, let.
0: To, if you need to go, you can go.
2: No, just let. Just let him kill her So that I can finish this session And then we can all go together <laughs>
3: Nick you're up Damn it Light, Lightning bolt
0: <laughs> Sure what She needs need? to make
3: a deck save Deck save okay
0: okay The fuck number Either is that w- Fuck's sake 18 She fails she okay. dies How much uh, 39 damage yeah okay Okay, and, she's fucked. And I get, I get fifteen temp. Hey, yeah, 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 fuck you, <laughs> and asshole. And now
1: she goes back to the sand.
0: <laughs> as Nick <laughs> hurls a lightning bolt square into the hag's ch- hag's chest, you watch as she disintegrates into this pile of charcoal-like dust and clothes, and you are left standing in the middle of this clearing with my unconscious body. Uh. You have precisely twenty. Plane shift. You're gonna plane shift back to Cool Manor, okay? Mm-hmm.
3: Whereabouts
0: in Cool Manor, though?
3: To the bride and groom Early. suite
1: no I do no 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 do you really want to face the wrath of Kaz? Cause if you're gonna plane shift him in there, you're going by yourself, buddy. I'll plane shift to your fucking funeral. I'll give you one
0: chance to retract and retcon that neck.
2: Go I didn't to, say inside. Go to my bedroom. Whoa, whoa, no. For the love of, the of love
1: a lot. Lot. For God. Whoa now, Tony. Oh but right, the bum Safer my
3: groom's room. <laughs> we'll plane shift to Tony's room. Thanks.
4: Perfect.
1: Okay. Thank
3: then. you. <laughs> Tony, Tony, you're you more than welcome
0: if you have to you're more than welcome to go but I'm not gonna force you to stay I know you've got stuff to do so
2: don't worry about it eat it and I gotta feed myself so all right. later,
1: good luck, guys. later nerd a good one there buddy I'll catch you later lad have a good one says, he's take gone. all
2: of his gold yeah
1: well, don't
0: worry <laughs>
2: give, give it to the leprechaun <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright so, as you play, <coughs> as you all plane shift back into Cool Manor, uh, in the time that it has been since you have gone, uh, a lot the the vast majority of the guests are nowhere to be seen. They've all gone back to the rooms to get ready, because it is roughly twenty just just over twenty minutes before everybody emerges and goes about the 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 guts and glory of the the festivities of the day ahead you're cutting it all fine real thin line fine with how much time you had left and some would say unfortunately some would say fortunately your timing could not have been more coincidental for as soon as you plane shift into the corridor outside of tony's room You hear that familiar voice, you hear Shan calling down the corridor. If that is my asshole best friend, he better pray that I don't get my fucking hands on him.
1: Kidnapped. Go easy on him.
0: Just make sure he's awake and he's at the altar on time. I'm gonna go and get ready.
3: Uh, Please tell me you have the clothes He's supposed to be wearing Rob They're in One of the shared rooms um.
0: It's at this point that Shan pokes pokes Her head out of the the doorway Back into the hallway and looks down and says to you guys He's alright though right Like
3: He ain't dead or anything He's just unconscious
0: Cool I'll leave him in your good hands then guys Thank you for finding him and uh I look forward to hearing the details later on, so that I can never let him live it down. So, Tony is gone. He's gone to let's say he's gone to get ready, shall we, for the for the ceremony, uh, as well as contacting his dearly beloved in Fedora, so that he can check in and explain the the shenanigans that have just gone down over the last several hours with her. Rob. My clothes and are indeed in a room that is set to be shared with you. Um, Nick, I was going to say that you can venture off and enjoy an alcoholic beverage now that it is
3: now legal trading hours here in Vardor. Uh, you need well, a. before anything's done, I'm going to use healing hands on your unconscious body and try to at least wake you up and then use prestidigitation to clean you up
0: you use healing hands and you both hear this uh, uh, as i i roll over and begin to sit up very bleedy eyed looking into you going <KNOWresses> hey boys oh jesus uh what's with the you. weird what's with the weird looks
1: you fucking Oh, ass boil. i for <clears> the <throat> oh, fucking hangover, I think more you or me, pal. I don't know. Maybe if I can add rescuers to the fucking list of shit we do. If I can kidnap
0: bastard. Watch as I struggle and bring myself to my feet, stumbling, grabbing a hold of the wall to stabilize myself. Hey, right, man! Hey, right, calm down, like Jesus making a big deal out of nothing, fucking few drinks last night and I passed out, what what more do you want?
1: Passed out my fucking hairy backside you fucking chookter cunt! Right, just... I'll tell you what,
0: I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go take a piss. I'll meet you in the room, get ready in five minutes, okay? Asshole. Ah yeah, I can say the same
1: for you prick. (laughs) Thunder, he. <laughs> you, <laughs> you fucking melted, welly ye! Yeah. Uh, listen, don't fucking call <clears> me <throat> that, you <throat> daft cunt! <laughs> fucking twisted scone flap.
0: As you watch as I, I make my way downstairs to the to the the end of the of cool Manor where the public restrooms are, um, you hear from amongst the the doors of the rooms on the first floor. You hear chatter and conversation and everybody seems to be lively everybody seems to be happy excited you know there's there's a whole day of festivities ahead so i will say that not that tony is here to hear it unfortunately but congratulations guys you succeeded in your mission you find the missing groom and him back to gotten back to the the safety of cool manor
1: can to... I add something, Mister GM? Of just course. a little, not cameo thing, but just a little like end credit scene after the whole wedding, and they both say yes. So at the end credit scene, I'd like full rain, oh without God. having to make a roll. <clears throat> oh no, no! You fucking scare me when you do shit like this. Trust me, please. Okay. Was... If you oh. If you don't If you guys don't laugh, then. All right. I want it. I want it. Stated here,
0: <clears throat> name the alcohol you can't stand the taste of
1: the most. I'm not drinking the alcohol I can't stand the most at your wedding, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <Then I'll laughs>
3: you try. want an interesting end credit scene? Bear in mind, don't scene.
1: let me bring in my IRL conditions, buddy. Don't I will go down that route with you. So, uh-huh. anyway. This- Roleplay section, right? Uh, I'm gonna kill you if anything goes wrong. finds a small bartender that was there earlier, the one she shifted up in the sky. And, um, she finds him, traps him in the room that he's in or wherever he is, traps him, takes out the spatula. Oh god. Guess where this is going into, buddy?
0: great that's 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 a that's a crime rob <laughs> i'm not gonna say the name of the crime but you are
1: you're gonna make him an ass omelet <laughs>
0: you are a horrific human being i will tell you that right now we should for of it.
1: ourselves okay silver so beaters
0: uh, Bart- if Bart-
1: you, <laughs> okay if somehow in a couple of days if somehow you go fucking missing after we get fucking smashed and there's a little person that ends up being the cause for your kidnap, I will fucking ram a spatula up their ass.
0: <laughs> listen, Bartender mate. on a shtick. <laughs> L- listen, mate. I don't think there's any waddy about me going... Oh, by the way, just in case there's any listeners uh, listening to this episode, we're actually playing through a DD session of an actual event that is happening as you're listening to this session the entire time span of that you've been listening to this D&D session has been the run-up to the start of my wedding ceremony yes I'm actually getting married it's not just creative design Rob is gonna be there unfortunately Uh, oh I fucking hope you are Uh, unfortunately (laughs) due to due to finances and the fact that they live several thousand miles away nick and tony couldn't you know obviously couldn't be here but i wanted them to be a part of this session not just because they're part of the duckies and Dargons cast but because they are very good friends of mine um but no to to close out the to close out duckies and Dargons, the the hunt for the missing groom Rob you and I we get ready and I actually bugger off and I leave you it to have some peace and quiet in your room for the first time in the last 12 hours that you've that we've gone through into this day uh, as I go down and I start conversing and greeting guests friends family members acquaintances and just doing what a groom does by way of being seen, being visible, and any last-minute preparations. And I'm not going to speak to, speculate, about the details of anything that happens after that, because I'm about to go and find out for myself. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very, very, very much for listening to this incredibly unique, very special episode of Duckies and Dargons. It's been a pleasure to bring a little bit more of a comedic, light-hearted, and extremely relatable session to the podcast, uh, I'll leave you with a few very inspiring, or at least what I think is inspiring words. It dawned on me a long time ago, roughly five, six years ago, that the entire time that I was growing up as a child, I always thought that it was success that made you who you are. And although there is an element of truth to that, if you do well in school, you do well at your education, you go on to bigger and better things, you get yourself a good job. And if you do well at that job, you get a good financial standing. And you, you're you afforded opportunities in life that you've gained through hard work and success. Those two things go hand in hand. I think, I think we can all agree on that. However, it's not the only thing that makes you. The bigger thing that I found, at least in my own life, is that, yes, success makes you somewhat, you know, who you are. It's love that makes you, and that's what this whole session has been about. It's been about the love that myself and Anon, as you know her, um, have for each other. We've incorporated the actual venue, uh, although the name's been slightly tweaked into this session, my players have had a, a glimpse of visual representations for what the, the venue looks like. Um, I've had some creative liberties, but just remember guys, above all else, it's love that makes you who you are, whether it's a, a life partner, whether it be a husband, a wife, a non-binary partner, or if it's love of your friends and love of your family, if you're not in a relationship, it's the people around you that love you that make you who you are. And that's definitely been the case with myself and Anon. We've seen that everybody that we associate ourselves with has helped shape us into the people that we are today. And I want you all to take a moment to reflect on that. Think about someone who in your life has helped Make you the person that you are and let that sink in let that bring a smile to your face because everybody's got someone who has helped shape them into a better person whether or not you're still in contact with them that's another matter but somebody out there has made you who you are today take a moment to appreciate that take a moment to recall some fondness that that has brought you and if you're going through a rough time. Just remember as cliche as it sounds. There's always someone out there and there's always people that are there for you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and go and get married now. Uh, I'm not going to leave people waiting for me because I think I'm relatively safe at getting my ass kicked if I do. So from myself uh, and from the rest of the cast here at Duckies and Dargons, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe, but above all else,
1: I like I then you should put a ring on it. Every oh. like I then you should put a ring
0: on it. <laughs> surround, <Strike. laughs> surround yourself with people that love you. And just remember, and guys, that there will be no upload for two weeks after this session concludes.
3: Nick, you want to say something. Get, yeah, don't get drunk and kidnapped.
0: <laughs> you Good. still leave on. Good night, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, have yourself a fabulous weekend.